0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour Wait, hold on, Pierre Uh, (laughs) um, We're having a good time right now We are There we go I'm currently pouring a West Coast Citra IPA from Arche Brewing, not Arche as in one word, which is what one person I know believes what Arche is. That's like our period shea. Yeah, it's or R. period okay. shea, not not Arche like a French restaurant. <laughs> it is our period shea brewing in Akron, Ohio, uh, the Rust Belt, the heart of the Rust Belt of Ohio. Of America, yeah, dare I say. Absolutely, yeah. This completely. is industrial
1: America. This is what it's all about. This is where things were created. Completely. Yeah. They yeah, like rubber. Yeah rubber. rubber. yeah, Where's rubber. Yeah, rubber
0: city. Yeah. Rubber city. That's what we got. Rubber. They're blimps. We can go tomorrow towards, um, what is it? Uh, Hoppin' Frog. We go to Hoppin' and Frog, and as you're going to Hoppin' Frog, you pass the Goodyear blimp, like, Storage, storage areas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, here you go. Um, anyway, joining me is uh, Alan. Alan, yeah, Gods on Safari, uh, the um, writer of such articles such as uh, "Don't pour too hard, and the beer won't spill over." Also, the um, my my personal favorite is the uh, temples of moisture. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was a good one. Um, the water park.
1: Yeah. If for some bizarre reason you uh, decide to read my writings over at totalmma.com many, many moons ago, would read about, you would have read my reviews of the 2008 Olympic boxing series, or uh, you would have heard me and Dave Walsh. Um, sorry, Dave, I, I will totally get your Twitter handle in just a second. Um, talk about how bad we dislike the UFC at that
0: stage, but you know things happen. And uh, aren't you known like internet shit poster that people are like thinking is some sort of conspiracy? Like remember that when Zayn tweeted that out? That I uh, I don't know what people think that I am. like it's, <laughs> the, the, you, it was hysterical to see it because could be just a seat being like okay 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 like wait i know that person what what is going on here the funny thing about like like what i do is like i don't
1: hide at all like if you want to hang out with me if you want to pick up the phone and call and be like hey alan do you want to hang out like i'm sociable enough and stupid enough that i'll hang out with pretty much anybody ever and um really doesn't matter so yeah well i've hung out with zane zane knows i'm real yeah, we crashed go-karts together at uh, Fun Things Spot. Things happen. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a great time. By the way, and then I know that there's going to be people that listen to this and, and probably don't go to Fun Spot, but factually, Fun Spot is the most fun that you can have in Orlando and Zane will also It's, it's totally at a spot. This.
0: It, it, I mean, the most fun you can have and it's at a spot. So, so we Zane and I, this
1: is um 2 years ago, like a year and a half ago, Zane and, yeah, and I yeah, went yeah. to Fun Spot. This is how I met Zane. You know, I was like I think I punched where I was like does anybody have you know the guts to meet me? And of course nobody does because I'm me and everyone thinks I'm punching cool. yeah, I mean, yeah I'm, you punch I'm, just, I'm just a wild man. Yeah, And it. by the way, Dave Walsh is at D V E W L S H uh on Twitter and he writes science fiction also, but we, we did do a podcast for a little while, and by a little while we mean ten years ago. <laughs> So back when like everything was starting up. Yeah, back back when like podcasts were like a new thing that people did.
0: Back when it was before there was like an iTunes library, and you had to like search for it and subscribe to the RSS. When when the Affliction
1: two pay per view happened, and we talked about for like an hour and a half about how (laughs) amazing it was. I would say like as far as religious moments go in my life, and I'm not a very religious person.
0: Glass, please. Oh, glass. Yes, absolutely. Because you um, terribly. So.
1: The Affliction 2 pay-per-view would probably be one of, like, the closest things to I've had to, like, a, a religious experience in my life. So anyways, with Zane, going back to Fun Spot, mm-hmm. um, he, I was like, dude, we're going to go to Fun Spot. He's like, okay. So we met up. My wife was tired, so she she stayed at the hotel and slept. And we basically drank $2.50 Yangling because <coughs> well, fuck Fun yeah. Spot. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And we rode uh, White Lightning, mm-hmm. which... Which, for the record, again, is the best roller coaster in Orlando. And I know people are going to sit here and think that I'm crazy saying that. It really is. And the only reason it might not be is because the one that they're going to build in Kissimmee is going to be Sounds fucking good. Dude, it's going to be so good. That sounds so good. Listen, Internet, I'm telling you. Isn't
0: that the last? Isn't this
1: the newest gravity group? group? it's It's a gravity group coaster with timber liners. Yeah. And it's going to have, like, an inverting... It's going to be so good. It's going to isn't be so this, good. Isn't this
0: the latest gravity group since in America since? In America
1: <laughs> since um, well, they Voyage,
0: did, even?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. They did Coaster Saurus okay. at Storyland. So they've done a couple of basically like junior coasters, which are supposedly very good, between uh, Storyland in New Hampshire, Glen, New Hampshire, okay, and Quasi, which is in Middlebury, Connecticut. And they're good rides, from all I've heard. Ah. Um, I also rode Oops. Hades 360, which they did a <laughs> renovation of. And they threw a corkscrew on it and put new trains. Actually, 8360 is not bad, considering the park that's in, which is pretty much the worst one in North America. Anyway, so we rode that. We rode Freedom Flyer. And we basically did all the go-karts, me and Zane. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the night, they basically don't care. So, <laughs> so Zane and I ended up on this one ride on this huge, like, figure eight, like, multi-level go-kart track. And we're T-boning the hell out of one another. Like, but, I mean, why not? There's yeah. like I assume that there's probably
0: parts of our go karts like flying off. Fun they're they're spot. probably somewhere in like that lake, yeah. you know, in like the middle of Kissimmee. Yeah,
1: yeah. Orlando or, yeah. or, or, location. Oh,
0: okay. So the in like, so like they're like near the I, I Drive. 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 Yeah. yeah, So honestly, if, if you've never
1: been to Fun Spot, that's I know why they of, had
0: to, that's why they had to close Wet and Wild, so they can cl- clean <laughs> clean up all your
1: uh, clean up debris. Our yeah, exactly. If you've never been to Fun Spot, and I know a lot of people have not. Listen, Fun Spot is open after 8 o'clock, which is something that Universal is often not. I hear that a lot, yeah. And it's open till midnight. Um, it's cheap for Orlando. Mm-hmm. Use the big air quotes on that one. But the rides are really good. Like, White Lightning is a legitimately really good ride. I can't say really a good good enough things about it. As far mm-hmm. as, like, out-and-backs go, and, in case you've never heard the term out-and-back before. You can't
0: get a 250 Yingling at B-dubs. Yeah, on... at a theme park. Yeah, you can get a 250 yingling at the B-dubs on iDrive, let alone in an amusement park. So, yeah. like, you're losing money if you don't go. It's it's a no-brainer. The parking's free.
1: Yeah. I think they have metal detectors because they're just shooting or whatever, but, you know, things happen. Um, and then the new Kissimmee location... That got dark real quick. <laughs> That that has a tendency with me. Yeah. Uh, Well, what are you gonna do? Sorry. Sorry. I (laughs) I, I, I had a tough. I had a tough upbringing. I had a tough upbringing. So, anyways, so we're we're talking about
0: uh, a bunch of different stuff today. I suppose we're talking about. Yeah. Sure. Why not? So actually, um, so let's let's describe this right now. Alan, you're in Akron, Ohio, with me. So this is actually technically the first podcast I've done live in person. I tried to do one with Jeff, but it didn't record very well, so I didn't release it. Um, but, so, you can, you're coming down, we're hanging out, yeah. we're going to a bunch of places this weekend, breweries, uh, brewery tours, um, I think a Market Garden actually has a brewery tour that we can do that doesn't require us buying tickets.
1: We, we do whatever, because, look, yeah. it's, it's Cleveland, um porco for yeah. sure i oh i know, I know that there's some people in the world that think that cities are magical which is a lie cities are magical F- cities are great cities are the
0: best that's why people like I cities can, like, i can hate pittsburgh sports but, <laughs> no no i'll hate pittsburgh sports but i fucking love pittsburgh pittsburgh's great pittsburgh's awesome <laughs> pittsburgh is
1: so cool it's, pittsburgh's the best dude, dude i'm going so next year or next year being this year so I went to Morgantown, West Virginia, earlier in 2016, mm-hmm. or earlier, November of 2016. I went and saw the game with Oklahoma, which was unfortunately a blowout. But it was really cool because, so I go there, and the people in West Virginia are super cool, mm-hmm. uh, which you, on some level, I guess you'd kind of expect. Like, you know, mm-hmm. rural people tend to be cool on some level if you're if you're cool to them. We were walking, my my buddy Will and I. Will got a master's degree over at... George Mason, he does foreign mm-hmm. policy. He's really big into the Middle East. Great guy. I've known Will for 16, 17 years. Yeah. We actually went and drank at this Mexican restaurant down the street. Because the Mexican restaurant never has a, a has a, like a huge crowd compared yeah. to the other bars. Like, yeah. If you go to a sports bar on the day of a West Virginia football game, it's going to be slammed. If you go to the Mexican restaurant, like you're going to be drinking like $3.25. Is this, is,
0: is this the bar of sadness that we were talking about earlier? Yeah. No, no, no! Oh, no. Okay. I've been to
1: many. No, this is. Uh, there's another bar of sadness in West Virginia, okay. which I can discuss at some later time. I don't know if we want to it on this.
0: No, on this we don't do this
1: one. Yeah, it's a, it's a great bar though for a bar of sadness. Good. Um, but Morgantown's really cool, and the people there, like, we were walking to the stadium, mm-hmm. and they were like, they were like, we basically get to the stop sign, they're like, do you guys. You guys know how to get to the stadium? Like, we're asking, mm-hmm. you know, these people are like, yeah, you want to go this way? and Just follow us. And they're like, you guys must not be very good West Virginia fans. And we're like, nah, man, we're from out of town. I'm from East Lansing, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I follow MSU because they fucking pay me money. And they're like, they're like, oh, then why are you here? Like, because West Virginia football seems cool and you guys seem cool. Yeah. And this dude literally, like, reaches into his jacket and hands us. Like a Bud Light, <laughs> and was like like you're with us now. <laughs> you so, can't leave. So we were like, "Yeah, West Virginia football. Let's go Mountaineers!" So Why we, not? we sat yeah. in our we sat in our seats, the row in front of us. These dudes were from like like Mississauga or Hamilton or or somewhere in Ontario, and we basically we basically just like talked complete nonsense the entire game. Mm-hmm and uh that was the most fun i've ever had a football game it was a complete blowout west virginia got destroyed it was kind of sad on some level but um i love morgantown even though there's a uh there's actually a trailer park right next door to the stadium like across mm-hmm. the street um which makes sense again given that it's west virginia west virginia is a wacky place but
0: so that's I, what I I do have one r- one really important thing I need to talk we need to talk about sure, about sure. your trip, yeah. and a trip I know you've um, gone on recently talk um, about anything, um, and, and the real really important thing we need to talk about before we get into theme parks is yeah. about the uh, Tudor biscuits I believe right Tudor, Tudor, Tudor Biscuit World is yeah, Tudor Biscuit World is is an extremely important thing that that is in.
1: This—I don't say this region necessarily. It's—it's it's more of a West can we, Virginia can thing. We,
0: can we repeat? No, it's in um uh, middle of Ohio. Yeah, there's there's some in Ohio. It's in, it's Ohio. A, it's in Zinia. Zinia. Yeah, Zenia has. We actually one. went to that one. Yeah, which I saw. You and your wife went there. Uh, it's in Zenia, so I imagine Dave Chappelle goes there all the time. <laughs> um, but Tudor Biscuit World. Yeah. Can you explain Tudor? Biscuit World. I'm, I'm, nice I'm, I'm, I'm making sure people can understand it's how crazy this place is. So
1: let's discuss Tudor Biscuit World.
0: Um, yes, let's. So
1: I've been to two locations. I've been to the official downtown Morgantown location on the day after a game day in Morgantown for West Virginia football. And I've been also been to the Xenia, Ohio location, which is mm-hmm. obviously quite a distance from West Virginia, which is where its home base is at. But still delicious, I mean. Still delicious. Uh, Tudor's Biscuit World has the best biscuits I have ever had. Uh, hands down. I know that. Which is a very, like that. I, I have had many a biscuit. I am not, <laughs> I'm you're not an individual that has shied away from rural America in any way, shape or form.
0: You embrace it. Actually, I, I, I embrace it. It's, uh, it's part of me. Well, I, it's not even, I would say you embrace it, but like you're very much a, uh, kind of like a traveler. Like you, I'm a vagabond, a vagabond. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's, <laughs> I think like, that's relevant. I think like that's. An art, you're like you're not I'm someone not who travels around thing. the area and goes like, "Where is my Applebee's?" Like <laughs> you will find something good in the area. and You're like Tudor Biscuit World. World of biscuits and you'll go there so so so
1: so to be fair my wife was the first person that brought Tudor's biscuit world to my attention we had been talking about going to Camden Park which is a small amusement park Mm -hmm. in Huntington, West Virginia and she was like we should go to Tudor's and I was like that sounds like a great idea I have no idea when we're going to do it Um, when I came up with this idea of going to Morgantown with my buddy Will he's like you should go to Tudor's biscuit world it's great And I have no reason to doubt his uh, veracity of these claims of how great Tudor's Biscuit World is. So we went, and indeed, it indeed is fantastic. Um, The Morgantown location, I'm assuming this is probably true for much of West Virginia, has a wider menu. Mm -hmm. So basically, Tudor's Biscuit World, if you go there, if you decide that you are going to venture to our part of the world to become part of us, to see what we're about out here in this, this crazy Midwestern Rust Belt world, um... The ones in West Virginia have like probably thirty different sandwiches that are on biscuits. Really? Thirty? Yeah, thirty. Oh shit. So oh. they've got like you can get, you can get like, bologna, like fried bologna and egg and cheese on a sandwich. And then you can get your like cheese and tots with it.
0: <sighs> These biscuits the biscuits okay, are. I, I, biscuit. I gotta go pee and get my cell phone. So yeah, that's fine. So, so I can pull my uh, party horn up. Yeah, so we that. That. Yeah, but also, you need to talk more about biscuits. So yeah, so, yeah,
1: so Tudor's Biscuit World is extremely important, generally, in terms of, of Western culture. I think um, there's one an individual who I follow over on Twitter who described the disappearance of Tudor's Biscuit World from the greater um, Charlottesville area as being cultural genocide. That would be R. Hobartson. R at symbol H or at symbol R-H-O-B-E-R-T-S-O-N at twitter.com he's a great uh, PhD candidate sociologist I do academia that's what I do but anyways um, the Ohio location Xenia does not have nearly as many things but it has this incredibly like bizarre like homey location like there's like floral print coverings to the tables there's just a, a general feeling like it belongs to somebody that that is from this deep rural America that you don't quite understand if you've never if you've never lived in it if you've never seen it. It's not this like hipster like version of rural America like it's the real thing. It's like when I gr- when I grew up. So I grew up in Colchester, Connecticut, many mm-hmm. many years ago. It's the wrong side of the Connecticut River. Most of that time was spent in a duplex. You know, nothing says high class like a fucking duplex. And the duplex owner was this dude that had like chronic depression. His wife, her family owned the duplex. And they had like horses, goats, chicken, and dogs in the backyard. Mm-hmm. This an extremely rural area. Will, who I went to go to see the game at Morgantown, West Virginia, with, when he came to Connecticut for the first time and stayed with my my dad and I. He said that he didn't believe there were any white trash in Connecticut, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. Oh man, I literally was like, <laughs> "You don't believe there's any white trash?" He's like, nah, nah, "Nah, there's no such thing." I'm from Charlottesville, Virginia. Like, like I know white trash. I like Dugan the car. Mm-hmm. We drove 20 minutes to Norwich, Connecticut. He saw Surplus Plus. There's a 40 foot cowboy out front with an American flag. Uh, as soon as we parked the car, we parked directly in front of a pickup truck that was getting a jump. The dude from the pickup truck had a cowboy hat on, overalls, no t-shirt. The woman that was giving him the jump had a Big Bird t-shirt on.
0: Like, like, like the
1: Muppet. Like the, the Muppet Bird. Big Bird, yeah. Okay. So like, that, that, this is the kind of Connecticut that I grew up with. And I know that not everybody grew up in that Connecticut, uh, the kind of Connecticut that, that grows up to uh, decide to use methamphetamines. And that's fine. I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what I dealt with uh, on a daily basis. Um, I have no idea what I was talking about up to that. Tudor, but Tudor's Biscuit World,
0: Tudor's how biscuit great is fantastic. it? Okay, so it's I great. I have the. Uh, it's great.
1: I I would say that it's probably in. If you consider like things like In and Out and Culvers and Culvers, Culvers is is a great cultural oh. institution in our, so, in our area. So here's my thing. Yeah
0: fried uh cheese curds cheese curds plus the um blueberry custard like it's, it's a float see we did so you put the blueberries into the uh the uh custard for like sort of a like a milkshake kind of thing that's that's my jam yeah, Culver's is fantastic if you've never been up this way. I think they have Culver's in, in Florida now. Do so they? I think they do. They have they have um uh, Strickland's in in Sarasota. Which is uh, which is the Cleveland uh um fuck uh there are kind of like our custard stand kind of thing.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah.
0: There was a there's a place somewhere in Western New York that
1: has like chopped beef and custard. Orlando has a Wawa now. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've been there. It's over by SeaWorld. I mean, Wawa is fantastic. Wawa, I mean, Wawa, Wawa is good. life. I love sheets. The thing is... That's so, right. I, I, I feel bad that Joe has not been Sh- to Knoebels yet. Muffins. because Schmuffins. Because on the way to Knoebels, if you come from Danville, which is the way that everybody <clears throat> comes to Right,
0: I'm going to try this real quick. There is, there is a sheet. There, there we go. Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay, it's well, what about yeah, this? Yeah. So, this is a buzzer. What do we got here? Oh, that's a, that's a real drum roll. Sorry, I'm trying out the cell phone app right now. The, the air explosion is important because I listen to Chief Key Flex. Like, Rimshot. Rim Rimshot. Okay. Real lot Real wine. So, I, I, I think these top <laughs> ones are sound bites, so these are going to be terrible. <laughs> So please bear with us. It's not a necessary guarantee on the quality of our podcast. So, yeah, boy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh, I love so, so Emmy. Check, Great. check this out. Check this out. How low can you go?
1: I just want to like like to everybody that's out there online. Like, this. if they had any idea how drunk I was right now, it was, it's fantastic. I know
0: you're gonna dig this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We need like some oh. Michael made it's thrown in there. <sighs> it's just good.
0: Anyway, sorry.
1: So My let's apologies. Talk about theme parks. Let's talk about theme parks. We've gone virtual. so,
0: Alan. Um, I guess the first thing we should talk about, uh, is uh, the European Coaster Club. Because you joined it today. Yeah, I literally just joined this. So. um... So, Alan, you brought down a. What I would classify as a phone book. <laughs> oh, amazingness. Yeah, I brought down a copy of
1: First Drop Number 100, which admittedly is um, a bit big for the folks over at ECC. I, you know, I've known about ECC forever, I've known Justin.
0: So, so some backstory. Uh, this is, and the ECC is the uh, European Coaster Club. European Coaster Club. Oh, what's their website? Can you name it right it's now? It's coasterclub.org.
1: There you go. I I can even name that immediately drunk. It's incredible. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so so this is <laughs> so so thirteen years. This is is it thirteen years? No, fourteen years ago. So I went to the. No, it's more than that. It's fifteen years ago. Dear God. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so
1: so Sean Flaherty, who was the PR director of the American Coaster Enthusiast and I, are, are very good friends. Uh, I was actually messaging him in the last day. And this is many years ago. I went to Chessington World's Adventure in London okay. prior to the American Coaster Enthusiast ECO trip. Which, for the, for the record, is the most important coaster enthusiast trip of all time. And when I got on the train, Sean... Justin Goranovic, who was the guy that founded the European Coaster Club, and a bunch of other people were on there. And I basically followed Justin around and discovered London. I rode the drop tower that was at... There's an indoor drop tower in downtown London for a long, long time. And I can't remember where it's at now because I'm probably way too intoxicated to remember that kind <laughs> of
0: thing. You're not that... Like, like we went to Arshe. you had a hop slam... And now we're having some uh, West Coast IPA from Marche, so it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. It shouldn't be that bad, but realistically, mm-hmm. like, um... Yeah, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm anyway, sorry, continue. continue. So, so anyways, I've known about the European Coaster Club for a very long period of time, and... You know I, I I finally decided to join this year. It just seemed like it was the right time because they have an excellent newsletter. The first drop is probably the best newsletter that you can buy outside of maybe getting in a subscription to amusement today um, and I've even suggested that it might be better
0: than that. The- yeah well, yeah clearly I mean this is a 200 page booklet yeah glossy page. so um, when you mentioned that you bought it and I saw the book you got for it? I thought this was like 50 bucks right here. And you're like, oh, guess what? I paid 48 bucks for the the subscription and you get six of these. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, no, like, this is a very, very fucking nice book. I'm sorry. Like, like if if you like coasters at all, there's 200 pages, very glossy, with great stuff in here. Like, can you
1: like it's full color? You get trip reports from places like Iran. You get trip reports from places like Myanmar. Um, what kind of industry insiders are you've got? Roland Mack has an interview in this book. I mean, there's stuff that like the thing about the ECC is that that Justin Goranovic honestly is, as, as people go in this industry, he writes also for the Kermis magazine from Germany. He, he's the best. And he brings the best people to the dance in terms of doing what, what ECC does. Um, the kind of people that are involved with it are just flat out the most ridden people in the world. And when I say the most ridden people, I mean the people that have been to the most theme parks, been on the most rides, seen the most stuff. Um... I talk about um, George Greenway. George Greenway is an ECC member. He has been on the most number of roller coasters on the face of the earth. He is an ECC member. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Richard Bannister, which is at Noxagon n o x e g o n on Twitter. Um, a great follow, a guy that I've known for a long, long time. I actually, if you go on on Richard Bannister's website and you look at his very first trip report. From two thousand and two, uh, when he goes to, um, God, it was Fantasy Island and Baden's Pleasure Beach. You can see pictures of me as a teenager. That's how
0: long ago this. Yeah, time. I, I remember those for, <laughs> those videos uh, during the Rob Alvey. Um, those yeah. those days. I know. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll end that
1: there. <laughs> look, I, I know a lot of people don't like Rob. I've known Rob uh, for see since 1999 so 18 years yeah that's we've we've had some issues here and there we've gone over them uh you know rob and i get along just fine Mm -hmm. uh you know whatever you want to say about theme park review you can say it he's he's an extremely successful individual in terms of of website design and operation yeah and form operation and uh in terms of of asking questions of what goes on theme parks i ask him
0: usually if you want to run a successful theme park business like uh, fan wise, uh, it's it's all about um, trips and community. Yeah, and, and he runs and he owns that. He he does a great job. With I this. have absolutely I have the utmost respect on that point. Like other things, I think he's an asshole about. I'll be the first one to say that. But um, like I have the apps. Like from a business perspective, like yeah, completely. Rob Rob
1: knows that he's an asshole. Well, he knows, he knows this. He knows this good. intrinsically, and that's and that's fine. Like, the thing I is, I would like, punch him, and I think he would be like, "Yeah, oh, it's okay." No. See, 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 The thing is, if you actually met Rob, because my wife has met so, Rob. So okay, so like, I, I probably
0: so like we've talked about people I'd punch today. Actually, um, you know what? I would not punch Rob. I would be like angry at him, but I'd be like, "Okay, I would listen to you." But like, I would be like, "Rob, you've been kind of an asshole to like friends and me." And you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm an asshole." And I'd be like, "That's that's sort of fucked up, but okay, fine, I'll move out." Forty
1: five minutes with Rob would be cool, though. Sure, I guarantee you. I sure, guarantee, I, I bet fine. you money. Like I, I know Rob. Then 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 yeah. set up. That's just the way it, way it is. Like let's set like, it up. It's just it's just the way it is, and uh, and uh, you know Rob and I Russell, go along. You know, we've we've whatever beef that we had in the past, chief beefed, chief. <laughs>
0: Sorry, this is a uh, running gag with the uh, Giant Beast cast. Uh, so Planet Coaster, uh, they're the... the uh, I really need to get a computer to play it because... Yeah, it so they impressive. have a character called Chief Beef in it. Really? And um, uh, the character <laughs> is Chief Beef and uh, the, the uh, Giant com. Giant com, the best... Do you have that? Do you have Planet Coaster? No, I can't play it. <sighs> oh, my God. But, um, so... Uh, they they nominated Chief Beef for the best new character in twenty sixteen because they made this entire like Chief Beef thing in like about him like oh yeah he's like this criminal is trying to bring down crime Chief Beef <laughs> so whenever they, whenever they bring up like beef or like something like's happening they're like oh yeah Chief Beef like yeah Chief Beef like it happened this week like three times it's like Chief Beef anyway sorry no, Chief bad. Beef. Cheap beef. I will so, have to link this. I, I'll, I'll show you the video, and I have to link this video. We, we're Chief already beef. at like a half hour point. We haven't talked
1: about theme parks, really. No, yeah, we're at
0: like, twenty eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. should we
1: should probably talk about.
0: That. Uh, no, this can go for three hours. No one gives a fuck. So who cares? <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, we get like one hundred and
1: fifteen listeners or whatever. Yeah. Um, by the way, I don't. Did you see the Illinois views? Like we actually did decent views on that. On Illinois. Yeah. I posted to Facebook so there's this guy that, that runs the R C D B webpage on yeah. Facebook. And he also runs the small amusement parks in America and he he lets me link his shit there. Ooh. So I, I I get some hits off of it. Oh. That.
0: Okay. So
1: I try to do what I can, you know. I, I try to I try oh, to feed it. Okay. I actually tried to email Lance Lance Hart over at Screamscape.
0: I met Lance. Really you did? So it was a handshake. It was one of those handshakes when it was um it was me running around Universal Studios Florida when all the important people were being escorted around the park before Diagon Alley was opening. So it was me and Brian from Orlando United running around being like, ah! And then I'm like, hey, you're Lance from Screamseed. It's like, yeah, I believe in the Transformers meet and greet, and we're going to Springfield in Moe's Tavern to talk to, um. Uh. God, who. Who didn't. Who did uh, da, uh, Kong? Mike Mike West? I have no idea. Someone like that. Anyway, yeah. sorry, my apologies. I'm a coaster guy. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh yeah, we're we're going from the meet and greet at the, at at, at, at uh, Transformers. We're going over to Springfield, <sighs> and that's like the same thing with Seth Kiberski. Like Seth Kiberski is great. Also, I'm gonna throw that one on. But I'm not right. Right, That's now. Yeah. yeah, so Seth's so great. So, I'm like, I met Seth. I'm like, hey, I, it's nice to meet you. Like, the first time we met. Like, nice to meet you. This was really great. And he's like, yeah, great, good. No idea who I probably was. I probably was, like, a crazy person to him. Um, So, but yeah, it, yeah, I met Lance that way the first time, too. So.
1: The, the only, like, I don't have anything negative to say about Lance, except he doesn't link my uh, stories. Uh, and he used to link my story, or not like my stories, but. Um, mm-hmm. He used to link stories of friends of mine. So I thought that was kind of like messed up. Like I've been like it been nice to get like links to well, my stories because they be like, you get hits. Who, who doesn't love hits? Lance right? gets good info, but Lance gets some good info. Like it just depends. Like, not everybody that has good info is gonna email Lance. Like I get info I'm not saying that I'm special, but So are you like... gonna throw us down some
0: super secret hints right now on the podcast?
1: No. Okay, I don't then. have any. Like nobody. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing that I know is that uh, streak is opening in 2018. That's it.
0: That's that's what I've heard and too. You've heard, yeah, you've already But <laughs> oh, wait. Oh wait, wait, wait! What's going on here? No! 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 Don't do that to me! Here we go. Yeah! There we go. Yeah, boy!
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, so, uh, Main Street is opening in 2018. If you didn't already know that, uh, the, re- the reopening of it as an RMC coaster is going to happen then, and, uh...
0: What about, um, Hurler at Kings of in 2017? You know, what, I've never been
1: specifically told. Okay. The, the thing is, like, when people tell me information, it's usually like... Hey, did you hear this? Yeah. It's like, and then I'm like, no, nah, nobody tells me shit. And then people are like, oh, by the way, and then... <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay... So that's how like I found out about like everything that was going into Six Flags this year. Literally, like the way I, I, I found out about Six Flags this year is I messaged a friend of mine when I heard about something that was going on. And he's like he's like, dude, can you stop like following uh what the local areas are are like the local z- zoning areas are doing? And I was like, I have I have nothing to do with it. Like it literally appeared on uh, theme park reviews forums and he's like oh okay by the way did you hear about all this stuff and he's like <laughs> oh, "Okay, that's cool thank you um, but yeah so, so Mean Streak if you didn't already know theme, Mean Streak is going to be opening in 2018 like that's a real shock like they would not you know sit there and tell you that they're going to open a new roller coaster next year at Cedar Point um, I assume that whatever's going to be happening to Hurler is going to be happening for the 2018 season. I know that makes sense. People, yeah, I know a lot of people I are mean, talking about how Carowinds might be opening something for the 2018 season. I've heard somewhat similar. I've heard similar things for uh, California's Adventure, which is their park over in the Northern California area. Um, I To be honest with you, I, I really can't answer those questions. At some point, mm-hmm. somebody probably in July or August... Uh, whoever that may be will, will message me and be like, Hey dude, did, did you hear about this thing? I'll be hey, like, bro,
0: you, know? hear it? You, hear about, you hear about what we're doing? Like, no,
1: no, why don't you tell me? And then, you know, everything comes out at that point. So, and then of course I, I'm really bad at holding secrets, uh, with really good friends. So then I tell them and then, then they tell you people on the internet and then you don't really listen to them because you should, because I'm telling you the truth. I have no reason to lie. Um, I'm trying to think what's going on, but the only thing that that I would tell on the internet is that uh, Cedar Fair parks are probably much more likely to purchase um, Starflyers in the future,
0: Hmm, really. Yeah, okay,
1: I think you you see one opening up at, at Valley Fair, and um, hopefully they sell more. Star flyers, by the way, are better than the rides they were purchasing purchasing mm-hmm. from Mondeal, so it's yeah. it's a good deal for everybody involved, and uh, hopefully that mm-hmm. happens. Okay, but I really have nothing else to say about from other than that.
0: Um, so I think there's a few things we need to talk about. Sure, sure. Um, we got the Silver Dollar City. So let's go like go over like you really want to go crazy. with the silver. Yeah, let's do some
1: news, and and we'll do the news. news. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. So, Silver Dollar City, according to Screamscape, looks like we have a name and a theme to Silver Dollar City's 2018 coaster. Uh, They failed a trademark to use the name Time Traveler last month. You can tell I'm completely wasted at this stage.
0: You're all wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Completely wasted. The theme here is (laughs) not true
1: time (laughs) travel, but more of a crafty roadside attraction style of time travel, where Mm -hmm. guests are invited to test the time machine and take a spin, which is take a spin specifically in quoting marks because everybody has been saying for I don't even know how long that's a Mac spinning coaster. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the deal. It's going to be over by their their current Arrow Mine coaster. If you have never been to Silver Dollar City before, and I know that the person currently sitting directly to my right who I have made rare amounts of eye contact to because I'm
0: so... <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do right now is like... because. <laughs> Because normally I'm just, like, staring at a window or something, so, like, it's really nice to do actual podcasts with someone who's right, like, to the left of me. I am it's really nice. so
1: messed up. It's incredible. No, um, you're, you're not that bad. You think I'm not that bad, but I'm telling you right now that I'm doing an incredible impression of somebody that's borderline sober. Um, Great. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's the best I can do. Um Silver so Dollar City, if you have never been there, if you're an individual that thinks that Branson is probably like all shows and like weird Christian people that wear long skirts, I mean, it's not entirely untrue.
0: <laughs> but I think but. in
1: fairness that Silver Dollar City, for me personally, I would say that it's probably one of my favorite theme parks in the United States. Um, it's a park that has multiple levels. What I mean by multiple levels is you have things like, you have these like rope bridges that go over certain sections of the park you have this very large scale uh you have two dark rides actually at that park you Mm -hmm. have some very unique roller coasters you have a very unique um raft ride you have a lot of stuff that's really cool there um there's not a lot of parks that are like silver dollar city Uh, Even Dollywood, which is ostensibly in some level a copy of Silver Dollar City, but is not quite as good as Silver Dollar City. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're getting this very large custom Mac spinning coaster, as I understand it, um, is very, very appealing to me. Mm -hmm. I am very excited to go back to Silver Dollar City. Um, I was actually talking to my wife about going there this past Thanksgiving or New Year's because we had Dollywood season passes this year.
0: Thanksgivings. I mean, it can be kind of busy, but
1: you know, also the new Christmas light thing that they're going to be doing, mm-hmm. which is going to be very similar to, though apparently not exactly Osborne Christmas lights. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is not not technically not Osborne, technically but Osborne but Christmas lights. It looks a, it looks a whole lot like <laughs> based on the concepts. Um, you know, d- we went to Dollywood this past, and I say we, my wife and I, went to Dollywood this past New Year's fantastic Christmas setup. I would say that Herschend... The Herschend Parks in general are... Because they're a private company and they can do things that are more theistic. Um, As far as Christmas, Mm -hmm. they do Christmas extremely well. Mm -hmm. Their parks, in general, are very good to begin with. The crafts that they do at mm-hmm. their parks are are completely different than anything if you've only done Orlando and California parks. So the Herschel parks in, in general. Yeah, the Hershfield parks in general are, are great. Yeah. Because you can do things... You can go to the Hershfield parks and buy a bed frame for $2,500. <laughs> you can go to the Hershfield parks and the buy... Wall, the Walt Dream. Yeah, you can buy a grandfather clock and take it home that was handmade at... Uh, Dollywood. For, like, probably 2000 bucks For an extreme amount of money, but it's handmade,
0: and you know where it was made. Or There's you, no or you can go to about. Disney World and, like, eat at a shitty restaurant for 2000 bucks. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so here's a, a thing I heard recently, is that uh, Hirschfeld is looking to buy the Artigan property at... Orlando for an indoor sort of like amusement park complex, or like, especially like a family entertainment center. Yeah, thing. yeah, or yeah, a family entertainment center, which we can talk about more about. Especially, on what, especially one that uh, focuses on Christmas, indoors, snow. I would be fine with that. I think that Herschend,
1: as far as what Herschend has done in terms of their parks, between mm-hmm. Wild Adventures, Dollywood and Silver dollar city there's there's really not much of an argument about it i would say that that actually silver dollar city is probably one of america's finest theme parks if you've never been there you're
0: really missing out Final yeah I'm, I'm, I'm missing out yeah i'm the first the, one to the, say that. the
1: very first thing with silver dollar city that makes it extremely different from anywhere else is a lot of these theme parks that, that you've been to are castle parks or studio parks like there's yeah. one of the two that, that,
0: that's really what's been developed, is a castle park or a studio park. yeah.
1: Silver Dollar City, because it is intended to more or less uh, imitate the frontier, has a lot of frontier foot, like frontier theming to it. But the big item is the Marvel Cave. And mm-hmm. if you've never seen Marvel Cave, Marvel Cave can hold, I want to say it was five hot air balloons at one time. <laughs> really? It's humongous. And, like, I had been told that Marvel Cave was really impressive. And, mm-hmm. you know, people could tell you things all, all, all day long. Until you see it. Until you actually see it. Then you go, oh, this is Shit. ridiculously huge. <laughs> and so there's there's a real cave, and there's, like, a 30-minute walk through the cave. And at the end of the cave, you go and take this um, inclined railway... Um, which I can't remember the specific name of what inc- incline girls are.
0: Lower your hand so I apologize. They can hear you. Sorry. Well, um, so it's fine. You can do this. Maybe not maybe <laughs> really not love. love, 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 love. <laughs> you can't keep your teepee to your secretary teepee in here. Um, I, I'm good at that. So it has okay. a funicular
1: that actually has a curve to it. Okay. So I think it was one of the first ones that was ever cool. built. Um it's a very, very good uh, theme park aside from that the actual rides that are there like Outlaw mm-hmm. Run Powder Keg the dark rides the fact that it has a walk through fun house in is, Grandfather's that, Mansion that's pretty
0: nuts it's yeah.
1: really cool highly recommended
0: I saw to um, go back to Kennywood when they raided their um, Noah's Ark
1: we gotta go to Kennywood I love that enough again this is when we talked I did about when, Pittsburgh when, when it was the old Kennywood we gotta go to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and then we also have to go to Idlewild
0: have you been to Idlewild yet? Yeah, I went a long time ago.
1: Because they, you know that they changed um, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah, to Idle yeah, Tiger.
0: Yeah, no, I haven't been. I've I I I have not been to Idlewild since I was probably seven or eight. So, and I am thirty right now. So I'm just
1: saying. So, <laughs> I I am thirty three. I turn thirty four next month. I worked at Cedar Point when I was age twenty. There we go. Hey. And I went to Idlewild for a grand total of about 75 minutes to get the credits. I never even went. Should happen. I never went on Mister Rogers, which, by the way, Mister Rogers also has a had a queue. Mister Rogers is great, also. I really want to go to Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers has a queue line with no like
0: standing line. Mister Rogers neighborhood ride that takes goods, man. It's fantastic. It's actually a really good ride. I figure, like, Ms. Daniel Tiger,
1: because it's so based on the Mr. Rogers analogy so w- has to be very good.
0: So, I was driving out to uh, Pittsburgh this past weekend uh, to go to the Dayton Flyers game against Duquesne, and I was passing Daniel Tiger, like, advertisements. It was like me and Pascal just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I'm like, oh, God, I need to go So, to you haven't been to now. Waldemere either. I don't think I've ever been to Waldemere. I still, but here's the thing. Like, Erie. When you to go to Erie, I mean, we need, you need to, to do to Erie. Erie.
1: We need to do Erie, yeah. Yeah, so Ravine Flyer 2 is really good.
0: It's like a miniature yeah, version I of know. the
1: Voyage. I know. Yeah, I know. I need to go to Erie. Go to, it's not like you know. Like, there's a dark ride, there's a walkthrough. There's when does it Hall open, Tracy's? Tracy's? So it's you're it's open gonna... from May until Labor Day. Okay, so. There's there's a whole period the entire summer. Like if you say, Alan, do you want to go to Waldemir? I will not resist.
0: So uh, my best friend worked at Waldemir for and a while. He hates it though, right? Because he yeah, because he worked there. So basically, it's going to be <laughs> us going to Waldemir, and then us hanging out with my best friend. That's, That's what, fine. Is basically
1: what I'm here. He can come with us to Kania.
0: Kanye? Yeah, sure. It's still open. Hey, guess Somehow. what? Somehow. Hey, do you know what he American also... D- guess what else he likes? What? Southern Tier. That's great. Southern Tier Brewery? Fantastic. Fuck yeah. Why not?
1: So we wanted to talk about, like, um... Let me see what else was going on. So, so we uh, talked about Bush Gardens. So Bush Gardens has uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, some sort of POV or something like that that's up of Invader. Yeah, oh, yeah I have okay. not
0: watched it yet. I haven't sure watched it either. Yeah, I'm sure Do you want to watch good. it together? Um, is it on YouTube? They have it up. They have it up. I I know it's on YouTube or something. Yeah, I thought I thought that um, they had had, they had it from a Screamscape had posted something, but we'll figure out. They just had some video of like the off like pictures of it. Oh, 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 cool! That's great. Christmas.
1: Um, You know, Screamscape actually does not have it. Just has like a look
0: at it, which is fine. Someone, coaster
1: Studios has posted a final look. Coaster Studios is so
0: bad. Someone posted too. a video of Invaders track laid out track laid out, I thought.
1: I'm sure it's gonna be good. Um GCI, I know there's some people so in the coaster community, okay. I don't know if you if you're very familiar with the coaster community aside from I, because I'm kind of like the con. Give or take. Give yeah. or take. So GCI and CCI slash Gravity Group. They're largely CCI and Gravity Group are kind of seen as the same way because those two companies kind of can cons- kind of build rides that have consistent or longer periods of airtime, whereas GCI typically builds shorter, like very short periods of of somewhat extreme airtime into their rides. Okay, yeah. Um Gardens Williamsburg, like it's not it's not terribly interesting. I know a lot of people are, are very interested in Mystic Timbers because I'm, it's mostly like an L-shaped at, L shaped at King's outbreak. Island. Yeah, Kings Island. At at Kings Island. It's more of like an L shaped and back layout.
0: I'm very excited for it. Um I think it's an interesting coaster. But I mean I'm not i am not more interested than um like Tomb Raider or even <laughs> like I'm sorry, like, like Tomb Raider or Diamondback. Yeah. Or Banshee. I'm just not. For me, as a, for me as a wood coaster guy, like, there's
1: naturally going to be an interest for me in what Mystic Timbers does. Regardless of what it does, like, it can suck. What's in the shed? What's in the shed? Nobody knows. It, it's, it's transfer
0: it's, track. Yeah, I know. It's transfer track. It's just and a
1: And maybe some video. Some um, smoke. All I, all I can say is that, it, you know, this is the same part that created Adventure Express. Which ends, which with, is amazing, which is a great mind train, but but
0: it's the ultimate like anticlimactic <laughs> ending. <laughs> totally. So I'm like, no like, totally. I took a lane on it. I took a lane on it. I'm like, this is this is the greatest ride in the world you'll ever experience. I love Adventure. The Express, ending, by the way, is going to be so anticlimactic. And he's like, no, it won't be. And I'm like, it will be. And then we ride it, and they're like, so anyone who's ridden Adventure Express knows what's going on right now, and they're just like, and he's like. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're thinking, like, oh, my God, something
1: amazing is going to happen. And literally, like, you get off the lift hill. Like, this, it's the last lift hill. Because basically, the ride does not... Most roller coasters begin with a lift hill and then a drop. Yeah. Um, in this case, basically, you go immediately out of the station and go into a drop. And then it does stop. Drops. It, it drops. drops. The whole ride. It goes into a valley because King's Island, regardless of what you think you know about the Midwest, it turns out we actually do have terrain every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And Kings Island has it. Has tons of terrain.
0: Yeah, Kings um, Island's great.
1: So it it basically goes down a bunch of terrain. It ends with a lift hill. You come up, you turn right, and you're in the station after after the last lift hill. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, I think I've ever even asked Lane about that.
0: I want...
1: I should have. Uh... Lane and I go, We need to go. We're we're going to go to Holiday World, in Lane. Yeah, that's important. in June. Yeah, yeah. In June, absolutely. Um. So, I don't really expect that much in terms of what Mystic Timbers is going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if it does anything at all that's kind of interesting, I'm, but like, it's, I'll be it's, happy. It's going to be a good family coaster. It's going to be more than a good family coaster. It's going to be a, a decent wood roller coaster. I don't know if it's going to be, like... It's not going to be, like, challenging for, like, the world's best or anything like that. But I think that GCI has built enough good roller coasters in China for the last few years. There's a Wood Roller Coaster Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to remember the name of it is right now. Um It's one of the OCT parks that's over in China. Um they've built several roller coasters in China that would that have looked quite good and that are well received in terms of the people that have done wood coaster poles. But generally speaking, the the, the actual sample size of those individuals that have wrote gone on rides, gone on those rides is very, very small. Yeah. You know, we're basically talking about very small people, very small group of people. That that it, I mean, very
0: small people. Yeah. But a very small group of people too. <laughs> I we're mean, we're all people in the in the first. Oh, class, we're all Europeans. Uh, I true. see how it is, Alan. Okay, yeah. Because Americans oh, five, are five eight five nine. Okay, yeah, it, it's okay, what yeah. it is.
1: Um, <laughs> so those people have gone, but for the most part, you know, aside from the very extreme coaster enthusiasts, which yeah. are the Richard Bannisters or Martin Vault types, you know, very, very very few people have gone over there, and and very few people have actually talked about it. Really, aside from Richard Bannister, none of these people write TRs that are at the very high end of the coaster enthusiast um, sort of numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, not even. You know, again, going back to Rob Alvey, Rob's a great guy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But Rob doesn't really write detailed trip reports of roller coasters. Uh, he, he does very general them. stuff. He he does filming, and mm-hmm. that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And and God bless him, because without it, we wouldn't have t- you know videos of stuff like the looping uh, toboggan that's located in Shanghai along the beach.
0: Mm-hmm. So. That's one we have to watch tonight. Oh, I have my god. not seen that one. Oh my god, it's A looping toboggan is something I need to see. There's tonight. there's
1: boxing headgear oh, involved god. for oh, writers. Oh my god, no. Because it's that bad. It's a Chinese rip-off. I mean like oh, the, the toboggan I is, is built is. by chance yeah. to begin with in the seventies. And then you throw a vertical loop <sighs> into it. You know, it's, it's just not good. Jesus so, Christ. Okay, yeah. So, the, so these people that are... This is one of the things that goes back to the piece that I wrote about uh, theme park fans mm-hmm. on Parkscope. A lot of people that talk about theme parks on the internet, specifically on Twitter, when we talk about these people, like, a lot of these people are Disney fans. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up as a Disney fan. I mean, I went to Disney a lot. I went to Disney when I was a kid in, like, 92, 94, and it's how I got kind of interested in theme parks, but the way that I got, like, really interested to the point where I was, like, obsessed on some, like, pseudo-autistic level <laughs> was by realistically watching Discovery Channel television shows in 96.
0: All the old specials. Oh, like, c- Funhouse and stuff like that. So who's that do- Wesley James that, that talks
1: best to us? So he's like, oh, I was on this Discovery Channel special dude, I was on a Discovery Channel special fifteen years before Wesley James. Oh yeah. Writing okay. Speed the Ride. I'm like seventeen years old with a huge zit on my nose, writing Speed the no, like, um and Big
0: Shot. You know, like even Jeff like Jeff Jeff who writes our stuff yeah. for um the the uh the top you know Disney attractions never built like we still watch stuff from uh Discovery and and Travel Channel where it's like you know the best like you know the the, the Fun House. Yeah, right? yeah, the Fun House uh,
1: episode was good. That was a Fun House is great,
0: which was uploaded by uh, Foxy. From, yeah, yeah, that's at one of the one of the best. Like I really like the stuff she does, which fair. I have, I, have, I really like like it. like the thing to me is like I. Here's the thing with like Foxy, but, but like, I like Foxy,
1: like I feel like I'm in competition with Foxy. Okay, fair enough. No, just to Foxy, like I, like Foxy does her thing, like she's a Disney fan, right? Yeah. And I'm not really a Disney fan. I'm like, I see myself as like a holistic theme park or roller coaster or amusement <laughs> ride fan. Like I love everything. So you're the Dirk gently of <laughs> theme parks. <laughs> I just which... I love everything. Like I'm not I'm not to the point where I can. If you show me a picture
0: of a carousel, I can't tell you yeah. who carved it. But but what I'm saying is like she does, she uploaded that. Yeah. But also like she uploaded that like e ticket kind of dark house episode. Yeah. And like, like that's, that's a awesome. Disney fan, right? Yeah.
1: Like primarily as a Disney fan. And and that's fine. Like I respect. And that's that. that's great. That's cool. Like, that's if actually you, if really you love, if you love Disney, like I don't care what you upload. Like I just I just want the information to be out there. If you have the information out there, then that's great. I'm just... Mm-hmm. I'm who I am. Yeah. You know, Foxy grew up in New uh, Newtown, Connecticut, mm-hmm. which I actually went to quite a bit because there was the Newtown Teen Center. There was a lot yeah. of hardcore shows there. Um, my buddy Kyle and I went to a lot of shows all over Connecticut. There's actually... I have a VHS of... There's a band that's playing right now in Detroit called City of Caterpillar. <laughs> um, they had... the the, a couple of the members of the band was pre, were in a previous band called Page 99 they played at the Newtown Teen Center and this is mm-hmm. 1999 or 2000 they had a famous show where they basically uh, all the people ran in the back like broke into the back of that concert venue and stole pillows and had a pillow fight in the mosh pit one dude completely stripped naked and wore a sock over his genitals <laughs> <laughs> like this is just the shit to happened. Oh, oh, ah, oh I'm sorry ah, I apologize it's all good <laughs> i'm spilling beer this is a tragedy so exactly so i respect like i i have no issue with foxy like no no my, I, my my general issues is like not general issue but my general belief is like i just want to be like i feel like i need comp- holistic people yeah i'm a holistic guy i i love not only carousels i love roller coasters i love flat rides I love themed individual bits of amusement parks. You love unthemed bits. I of love unthemed parks. Abu- bits of amusement parks. I love uh, historic aspects. I love literally everything. Like this is this is this is what has been a huge part of my life for almost twenty years. I've been doing this shit since uh, nineteen ninety seven. Like I decided oh, yeah. that I was going to be interested in this in nineteen ninety six. So it's been twenty one years
0: since I decided to get into this. And same with me. Like it, it, in like. A- a uh, general aspect too. So, one um, of the things I want to talk to you about uh, yeah. that I brought up before that I want to talk to you about is basically it kind of stemmed from the whole entire Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror thing. Yeah, yeah, that is. And, and on California Adventure, because um, you're you're like wholly against it. I'm against it. Um, uh, well, I'm against it from a sort of this is how it is right now aspect. Um, but I would like to hear your aspect from your take on it from my perspective yeah your perspective and then um, I would like to counteract and discuss let me go back and
1: forth like, kind of thing so, so here's my thing with, with, with the Tower of Terror getting turned into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride
0: mm-hmm.
1: so probably where we, where we differ most is the idea of Disney being exceptional there's like an exceptionalism like there's a lot of talk in terms of how we perceive the world of american exceptionalism and people who live outside the united states believe in things like french exceptionalism exceptionalism british exceptionalism like these are not unique things chinese exceptionalism you know people that live in china when you talk to them about something like tibet people don't sit there and say like tibet should be a free place Mm-hmm. It should be its own independent country. Like they believe that they Chinese people from the from you know places like Shanghai and Beijing, Xi'an, uh, Guangzhou, name your city in China. Like they look at places like Tibet and they say like that's kind of like our birthright. Yeah, like we we deserve Tibet. Uh huh. Okay. And whether or not you or I believe that Tibet should be its own independent place and that it should have its own <laughs> ability autonomously to. Create its own laws or to operate is somewhat irrelevant in that in that viewpoint because obviously right now it's operated by China. Mm-hmm. The people of China, the majority of people that live in China, believe it should belong to China, and that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the Tower of Terror being shifted <laughs> over to the
0: Guardians of the Galaxy,
1: which is, this, this seems like a strange analogy, and I understand it. So yeah, much. And, and when you lo- when you really look at it, you're like fuck. <laughs> But yeah, so, yeah. So when you talk about this, when you look at the history of amusement parks, which undoubtedly Disney's California Adventure is an amusement park. Yeah. Well, not, you know, obviously,
0: it's themed, right? Well, give or take, minus. Well, I mean, California's Adventure has its own history and kind of thing. But yes. But, but
1: regardless of whether or not you want to say that it's as themed as Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom or Puy de Fou or any other theme park that you want to name on the face of the planet. More or less. It, it's clearly a themed park. It's clearly, yes. It clearly falls under the, the, the banner of a theme park. Mm-hmm. But theme parks also are really a subgenre by and large of amusement parks. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that every theme park is. Because living museums... And, for example, uh, Skansen, which is located in Sweden, and Stockholm, located right next door to Groniland. um, Greenfield Village in Detroit. The uh, Mystic Seaport, which is located in Connecticut. These Mm -hmm. are places that are not necessarily amusement parks.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? They don't really have amusement rides. Or if they do have amusement rides, they're very limited. Greenfield Village only has... You can ride in a Model T, Uh, which was built by Ford. Or you can ride in a carousel, which is a Herschel carousel, which is a steel carousel. But aside from that, there's not really rides. There aren't roller coasters. There aren't dark rides. There aren't things of that nature. When you talk about (laughs)
0: <laughs> I have new shorts, sorry. Uh, that was incredible. That was, they don't, they they don't smell like beer anymore,
1: so that's really good. That's fantastic. Good. <laughs> I
0: apologize about that. <laughs> if, if there was not any
1: questions <clears> to <throat> whether or not I was wasted beforehand, that, that should answer. You're all wasted. I'm Bow. incredibly, I'm incredibly... Bow. Bow. So, Bow. so realistically, like, most theme parks, at least the ones that we talk about... yes. Mm-hmm. because there are theme parks that we really don't discuss on a regular basis. I, that, that's actually a fantastic point, though.
0: I, I usually yeah.
1: I usually bring up Puy de Fou as, as an excellent example mm-hmm. in France, because Puy de Fou is definitely a theme park. There's no argument that Puy de Fou is not a theme park. Puy de Fou even has a drone show as part of its main show at night.
0: Wait, what? Yeah. That's, an, they that's the incredible. First have, they were the first to have a drone show. That's that's absolutely incredible. Wait be like before Disney. Who'd have thought? So, Puy de is this Oh, by, have, by the way, park. this is all pachesis as yeah, I say no, this right now.
1: <laughs> so, so <laughs> de is this great theme park, but they don't really have any rides. Like, they may have some manually operated rides, somewhat yeah. in, the, in the fashion that a Renaissance fair would. Mm-hmm. But they don't really have any traditional, like, dark rides, roller coasters, or, or, or flat rides, or sky rides, or anything, transportation rides, anything like that. So, when we talk about theme parks, particularly in the Disney centric way, mm-hmm. we're talking really about amusement parks. When we get down to it, yeah. Um, um, when you talk about amusement park history, amusement parks very regularly re theme attractions. For example, Maurice Piers. Yes. Maurice Piers has a dark ride called Pirates of Wildwood. And and for those listening, it sounds about as ridiculous as it actually is if you ride it. Well, for us. Yeah.
0: It's
1: not for those listening. It's for us. For us. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's going to be like five people actually listening to this. And if there's more than five people, then great. Then you get to hear I, I've got bad go news. There's more than five people listening. There's to more than five us. people listening. Yeah. So, that dark ride has been rethemed somewhere between 15 to 20 times. Interesting. It has been rethemed to mm-hmm. Planets of the Apes. It's been rethemed to Star Wars.
0: This reminds me of the um, the Garfield's, like, ride yeah. in... Yeah, it's, it's the exact yeah, same thing Kenny- Kennywood. Kennywood. Kennywood's yeah. Old Mill
1: has been rethemed yeah. at least 20 times. Yeah. Retheming attractions is not a new thing. It's something that happens on a regular basis. So when I look at the Tower of Terror, and I look at the fact that it's being changed over to a Guardians of the Galaxy layover, using the air quotes. A lot of people are very upset about that. A lot of people look at that and say, like, that's cheap. That's a poor move, etc., etc. I personally, because I don't have the kind of connection that a lot of people do with the Disney theme parks, perhaps, or because there's two ways there's to look at. One is that I don't have the same relationship with the Disney theme parks that perhaps other people do where they look at the Disney theme parks as being exceptional. That's a good point. they are completely different. Exceptional is a good point. That they're they're, they're Mm -hmm. completely completely exceptional, completely different than everything else that's in the world. Um, That they do things that are better.
0: I personally... Opening a slam right now from uh, Bells. Sorry. I'm
1: drinking water because I probably need it. Otherwise, I'm going to wake up with a terrible headache tomorrow morning and use headache medication. Exactly. There we go.
0: Anyway, continue.
1: I personally do not look at it that way. Mm-hmm. My personal perspective, as far as the Disney parks go, is that they're amusement parks. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are themed. I'm not going to argue that they're not themed. I'm not going to argue that there aren't stories that go along with some of mm-hmm. those themes or general ideas that, that comprise them. But to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because, of, because of sort of my, I don't know, see my upbringing, but, but the way that I perceive okay. their parks... They don't have any sort of exceptionalism to them. They're just okay. other amusement parks. they are amusement parks that have a higher attendance. they are amusement parks that have higher spend per person. Mm-hmm. There are amusement parks that the cost of the attractions is much higher than the average amusement park. But at the end of the day, they are still amusement parks. And so the fact that they're using something that is an amusement park won't say trend but it's it's something that's been done in amusement parks literally since the dawn of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that when when you talk about what happened in amusement history between the late 1800s to now, which is a period of 120-130 years. These are things that have been happening consistently. Mm-hmm. Disney is just falling into that groove. They're just they're they're very much like that. And it's it's not totally unlike, for instance, when we talk about Autopia at Disneyland. hmm Autopia at Disneyland, as we write it now, is not the original Autopia. Yeah, there's two. It's a merger. Yeah. It's a combination. Yeah, it's, it's a change. Admittedly, it's to create a higher quality attraction. The Autopia well, and Disneyland now is the best yes. Autopia that exists anywhere uh, on the face of the planet. Uh, Come on, Autopia at Disneyland is like twice as long as Disney World's or
0: yeah, Paris's but, or Hong Kong. But do they have the on-ride audio? Like, uh,
1: so here's here's a question. Do yeah, you,
0: do you care more about the on-ride audio than the fact that the ride is twice as long? I do like the off-road segments of Disneyland. It's really nice. That's pretty good. I could ride Disneyland
1: over and over and over. Like aside from the fact that you end up stopping and waiting ten minutes to get off the <laughs> ride, <laughs> because yes,
0: because that, it also offers fun.
1: because in in all the credit of Autopia at Disneyland, it also offers an incredible shitty simulation yeah. of Los Angeles traffic. Yeah, which I have driven through countless times.
0: Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to respond to that real sure, quick with, sure, two go ahead. Point, with two points. With two points. Which I'm trying to remember right now. After we've been drinking <laughs> this whole night, um, the first one basically being um, Disney on itself says that they are above the normal theme park. That's fine. or or, or above their normal a normal amusement park. Yeah, absolutely. And, they do, and yeah, and and you know what? I think they're totally worth saying that um, to to a certain aspect. Um... I don't agree with it for things like Disney's Hollywood Studios or <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Or right. I mean, like, I love Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom, but, but it's Kingdom, but it's different than, like,
1: okay. Magic Kingdom. So when we talk about, like, Disney's Animal Kingdom, right? Disney's Animal Kingdom, yes. like what, $105 to get into? Yeah. One day. Compare that to the Columbus Zoo. Yes. Or San Diego Zoo. Yes. Columbus Zoo, in case... Or the you, Cleveland Zoo. Or the Cleveland Zoo. Cleveland Zoo is amazing. Cleveland great is Zoo great. <laughs> great zoo. Columbus Zoo has more rides.
0: We still need to go to Cleveland Zoo and see all that stuff. Yeah, huh? we went the last year. Yeah, but we haven't seen all the new exhibits that opened. <laughs> what happened to the old butterfly thing? I think there's not another- like... Like a 3D ride there now.
1: That's true. They, they did change that. Yeah. We haven't gone to Columbus Zoo together. Have you been since they added the new Africa section?
0: No. Oh, my God. We should do Columbus Zoo. Here's oh, that, my God. God. It's, it's so good. So, Alan, Columbus Zoo, then who farted? <laughs> I'm just saying, We they got fall balls. They got a bunch of good stuff. They got good beers. I'm just saying. Columbus, Columbus. I know a lot of people out there are
1: like, what's so good about Columbus? Columbus... It's the home of uh, Ohio State University. J- uh, Jack fucking Hannah? Yeah, Jack, Bro. Jack Hannah is is from Columbus Zoo, okay? Yeah, I mean, what, just say Jack Hannah, and you're like, oh, okay. Listen, yeah. Columbus Zoo has a wood coaster. Yeah. Do any, It has it has a wood coaster with single lap bars. Not just any wood, a single lap bar wooden roller coaster. <laughs> it has flyers, it has a log flume from Hamifa. It was built in El Salvador. Fuck it. How much better can you get than that?
0: You can't. You can't. So basically what I'm saying from yeah. Disney's perspective is we want to charge more because we have a story, we have this, you know, this whole entire thing. Right, right. Um so when you're going like we build this two like this fifty million dollar expansion edition to completely retheme all this other stuff we have in the park. And now we're gonna do a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction waiting like five years after we acquire Marvel and we're gonna re-theme Tower of Terror. It, it's more it, it's less of uh, an addiction of the attraction and more of a statement on the current management of the actual uh, company.
1: So it comes down to this to me mm-hmm. is
0: like what what are your expectations of Disney? company. That that's that's a great point because I think the Disney company asks for and demands more than the normal theme park because they ask for more money. And they ask for more like just like dependency and they ask for more like loyalty even. Like there's like there's actual things are like you know like family friends are going like yes we're going to Disney World again because that's what we've been doing. Like, we, we've been right, talking right. about this. Which which I'm not saying is... Right, yeah, yeah. Which I'm not saying is a correct thing. But that is something they are they are preying upon also. Is like, you know, the whole entire, like, buy a Disney vacation club. Because, you know, you're buying the Walt Disney brand. And everything's great. Splash it's, Mountain. It's, it's the
1: greatest secret in Orlando. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. In the 90s. So, so my, my <laughs> attitude is like... Like the thing is to me it's kind of like discussing like whether or not people are um, they're being deceived by corporations
0: like okay for I, instance, so, I don't think so they're being not, deceived by so, corporations so, so
1: let me talk about no. like we talked about yeah. very briefly very earlier on mm-hmm. before we even started recording the podcast the the purpose of, of or not purpose but the, the uh, process of my wife the or purchasing
0: the porpoise. <laughs> Let's be honest. My
1: wife and I purchased
0: furniture this past week. Okay? Yes. So
1: the furniture, when we went looking at different places, so we went to Furniture Row. We went to, in there's a place called Art Van, mm-hmm. which is uh, prevalent throughout Michigan. I'm not sure if it's in Ohio or not. No. Um, but it may be, you know, in other places in the Great Plains. There may be other art, art vans. Or it may just be a Michigan thing because it has a very Dutch name. Um, we went to other places pretty much everything that we went to and and subsequently after searching google uh, we discovered that we were not unique in this sense sold ashley furniture mm-hmm. okay ashley furniture is very popular mm-hmm. uh or we're, we're not very, very prevalent. prevalent too it's very prevalent and the fact is everybody sells ashley furniture and they may not, may not sell it by the same exact name but if you go to one place and you go to another place and you go to another place, you may see the same exact furniture sold at different prices in different places, mm-hmm. okay? Um, is that deceptive by, on the part of, of Ashley Furniture? I don't know that necessarily is. Um, certainly, Ashley Furniture is being sold to the individuals who are selling you the Ashley Furniture as a middleman at something like an 80% charge mm-hmm. I, I understand that aspect and i understand that they have to pay for warehousing and things that that go along with it um in this case when we talk about disney mm-hmm. is disney worth 105 dollars a day for me personally no yeah well I'm, and, I'm, and it hasn't been for a long time yeah and i'm not saying that if it's personally worth 105 dollars to you versus other theme parks then I welcome you to go to Disney World.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would say, though, that for you personally, it may be worth taking a second look mm-hmm. at what you have locally. Like, for instance, our good friend Lane, Parkscope Lane. He lives near Six Flags Over, Georgia. Six Flags Over, Georgia. And Carowinds. And Carowinds. And he lives over by Lake Winnie, which he went to this year because on my prompting, and and uh, Dollywood. Mm-hmm. Next year, Six Flags Over Georgia opens Justice League.
0: In some wa- Justice League, in some
1: ways, is kind of like the poor man Spider-Man. Yes. Because there's many things that Spider-Man does. It doesn't do them quite as well as Spider-Man does, but also has guns. So it has an interactive element. And it's actually a very good ride. Compo- opposed to Dark Castle. As opposed to Dark Castle.
0: Which it's- is... Fundamentally which is, I love Dark Castle. Dark Castle but is so
1: bad, but it's great.
0: I love Dark Castle because it's it's Spider Man. I could ride near me. I say this as a person who has
1: ridden Speed of Magic at Ferrari World,
0: <laughs> which is hideous.
1: <laughs> also great. If you, I, I know most people out here have never hit ridden Speed of Magic, and will probably never ride Speed of Magic. And Speed of Magic is a bad ride. <laughs> But Speed of Magic has things about it that are so good. Like when you sit there and you go through certain scenes where they have the projections and you can see how there's streaks on the fucking wall. On the wall where they, they did the painting. Like, they, you know, they paint yeah. the screens. But because they're basically using poor Pakistani labor. That's borderline slave labor. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And there's,
1: there's streaks all the way down the wall that they project against.
0: Yeah. They didn't
1: right. have enough money to actually finish the, the, the sequences between the screens to the next screen. So you just have a, these painted trees. I'm not saying it's good, but you know what? It's fun because it's different. Yeah. Um, but but the point that I'm trying to make it here is that, like, Six Flags over Georgia, you can buy a gold pass. Six Flags over Georgia for like mm-hmm. $75 or $80. Yeah. And that gives you parking and entry to every Six Flags park in in North America. hmm They no longer have any parks in Europe, so I guess you can't really discuss that. But they uh, have no you going to take... <laughs> <laughs> But you can go to La which is horrible. It's actually absolutely atrocious. Yeah! Yeah. And you can go to Six Flags Mexico, which costs like $17 to get into, but actually doesn't suck. Um, So you can get a gold pass for this park, for like Mm -hmm. maybe $79, $80, probably even less than that. And you can ride Monster Mansion, which is great. Monster Mansion is really 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 great. I want to go on that. And you can ride um, Justice League next year, which Mm -hmm. is also the one that i wrote in chicago which is apparently a lesser version of what's going in sh- into georgia they're mm-hmm. making slight changes to it yeah it's really great um, or maybe not really great but at least like it's like a 7 out of 10 if you're a theme park fan <laughs>
0: okay? like if you're like if you're like oh you're well like, I've heard if you like if you're like a 10 out of one, like
1: 10 is pirates the caribbean like it's like a 7 out of 10 or 6 out of 10 but the point is it's still there and it's, it's a relatively low cost. And for 70 bucks you can get parking and, entry. And like not on the West Coast. And not on the West Coast. And you can ride the coasters. You have Batman the Ride. You have uh, Mindbender, which is an awesome Schwarzkopf roller coaster. You have Georgia Scorcher, which is the best stand-up currently in existence. You have uh, Great American Scream Machine, which is great John Allen Wooden roller coaster. You have Georgia, Georgia Cyclone, which is a... a Decent one roller coaster. GCI did topper track on. Uh, you have Superman Ultimate Escape. Do they have that there? I'm not sure. They have Superman something. It's a BM Flyer coaster. It's the exact copy of, of What's a Great American Great Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Ninja, which has uh, much less painful restraints. You have all of these rides. You have great flat rides. You have. You know, even if it sucks, if you go there and you're like, it's $15 for a slice of pizza and. You know the line for insert roller coaster here is thirty minutes. You can go there and leave. Yeah, because you paid seventy bucks for for a season pass
0: as opposed to like one hundred and five
1: dollars to get to one theme park <laughs> for one day.
0: Yeah. So what, what I'm saying from Disneyland is yeah. more of a uh, hey we throw we throw so much money at this theme park and like we throw so much in terms of entertainment and just design. And like this is why we're the best. And for me, when it comes down to, is saying we, not necessarily anyone else, but think so at it like like you're a part of that. No, okay, no, not even that. What I'm saying is, like they're saying, we deserve this, right? Like we deserve the 105 dollars a day. Yeah, plus exactly, probably Exa- probably. exactly exactly. Right. And then, and then to like. Pivot a little bit and go like, well, I mean, besides this, and that's my that's my problem. Like, there's another issue I completely escape my mind that uh, you mentioned. Which, so, so here's the thing right that now. I would say with
1: Disney. Like, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm actually going to defend Disney.
1: Okay, cool. Believe it or not, because I, I I have no awesome. issue with Disney. I've never I've never gone to Disney and had a shitty time.
0: It's never no, good. yeah, no, I really don't believe anyone's gone to Walt Disney World or Disneyland and had a bad time. Like, honestly, if you go to Disney World and you have a bad time, <laughs> or Disneyland and have a bad
1: time, like stop going.
0: Or something's happened. Like, they're pretty good at that.
1: I mean... Like, if you go to Disney World, you have a bad time. Like, you can go to Universal, you can go to SeaWorld, you can go to Busch Gardens, you can go to Legoland. You can go to Fun Spot. Like, you have no shortage. If you live in Southern California, like, you're even in a better situation. You have SeaWorld San Diego, you have Legoland, you have Belmont Park, you have... um, Knott's. You have Knott's... Which is extremely close. Universal Studios Hollywood, and, Universal Studios Hollywood, and Magic Mountain, Pacific Park, Magic Mountain. You have um, Scandia Family Fun Center. You have Castle Park. You have Adventure City, which is literally down the street from Knott's Berry Farm. If you have been to Knott's Berry Farm and you have not been to Adventure City, like what are you doing? Like they have a, a this this shuttle coaster from Gruyere, which is completely unique from the United States. It's there it exists just go write mm-hmm. it it costs literally actually you have a discount to go there with your first drop there we go with your, right your European Coaster Club with the first drop, drop, it's, drop, like, drop. it's like $13 for, for full a days admission into Adventure City
0: I'm literally rolling this book and I can murder someone with it you can beat someone to death with the first drop number 100 so um, I've I've texted people about this book how good this uh, the uh, European Coaster Club book is so something I'm, I I yeah yeah yeah, enjoy the, ve- enjoy the rest of your malon. I will. Yeah, I enjoyed it earlier. So I'm going to talk a little real quick about the uh, European Coaster Club book. So the front page, all seal. It's about like 180 pages. Like, this is like amazing stuff. Like, this is unreal. I cannot, like, this is going to be like, a good like hey i can't sleep for a few nights so i need to go read some stuff kind of stuff and this is like days and days worth of material of just small amusement parks giant bmm coasters small steel coasters then you flip the other side of the bu- book and it's ste- and it's wooden coasters so like like again like just opening from Like, right to left, steel, flip the book, flip it, left to right, then wooden on the other side. So then you get all the wooden coasters of Europe, and it's absolutely fantastic. And this is 200 pages, and this is something I would pay 40 bucks for, but I bought six of these for 45 bucks from the European Coaster Club. So, I I mean... I hate to be that guy, like, selling it, but, hey, I mean, listen to this. Um, it's it's pretty great. It, it looks fantastic. I cannot recommend this anymore, and I have not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd highly recommend it. I think you can get it at, let me make sure what website you can get it at. Uh, it's CoasterClub.org please go to CoasterClub.org throw them some pennies I believe it's $48 right now Um, American uh, you can pay with PayPal and you get the idea anyway so for um, I feel immensely better you feel better Alan I'm happy about that so um, basically what I'm saying with Disney is that like I understand, like, there's there's better parts, but what I'm saying is, like, Disney holds themselves to a higher standard, right. which is why I feel like when, you know, people come and they, and, so, so my issue is when, like, people are, like, going, like, well, Potter's a fad, or that bullshit, you know, that whole entire thing, and it, and, and they kind of come, And they're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, come on, yeah. So, (laughs) like, I mean, so when you're building a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction superimposed on a drop tower built around the. superimposed, it is superimposed. Absolutely. I'm not arguing that at all. Yeah, superimposed on the Twilight Zone. Um, it's kind of weird, as opposed to being like a new attraction or something like that. Which I mean, like, I, and, and and one of the things I heard was, "Hey, this is a kickstart to the Marvel attractions, Marvel attraction in that area, which will eventually." I I will. I'm starter. gonna I'm gonna restate that again because I need to. Say to. That? Um, no. <laughs> The Marvel attractions in that area, right? Um, Which will all be coming soon. It's like a kickstart, and I'm like, that's a really fucking sad kickstart. <laughs> so, so here's here's what I'd say. Okay. To you, like, like, okay,
1: is this more about you as your perception of Disney, or is it about actually Di- like what Disney actually is?
0: That's a great question. I think it is what actually Disney is. Because I feel like Disney is selling themselves. Disney sells themselves as that. that no, 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 I'm not arguing that Disney doesn't sell themselves as, mm-hmm.
1: as something okay. superior because obviously they price themselves at, but, a, at but, a certain but level. But they also advertise themselves as Absolutely. That. Okay. I mean, Disney, Disney clearly models themselves as some sort of cultural mecca, which if you don't take your kids to Disney World, you're like, a, you're like an awful parent.
0: Yeah, but no, no, really You're like a bad person. Um coworkers are talking about that. Like that that's an actual thing. Yeah. So you know, so, so my name. friends I was talking about David and yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl wants to take her kids
1: to Disney World. Well, David does not. I w- David thinks it's bad.
0: I want to go to Disney World right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's I, not would- a, I would happily go to Disney World. But the but the thing is it's like what it comes down to is is sort of an internalization. Okay, and this is this, to me. This is no different than discussing, you know, uh, politics, for instance, and and that sounds like pre- and you're pre- a,
0: you're an anarchist, and I'm I'm a, a, I'm a bloody liberal. So I am we absolutely, and enemies. I'm not saying that I'm I'm definitely uh,
1: a, a socio anarchist. Uh,
0: and I'm Honestly, a bloody liberal, yeah. so we understand where we're at. And, right now. <laughs> look, like, like
1: if I'm gonna, like if I'm gonna go for the state, obviously I'm gonna, you know, go for the socialists and and the borderline communists because go of, Bernie. because of who I am. Absolutely, dude, I, I totally voted for Bernie in the in the Michigan primaries, and I'm absolutely 100 happy that he won. And uh, as I as I often retweet, did you see the the post that I retweeted earlier today? With somebody had like a, a link to Donald Trump's post and if you looked at like the first letter in each yes, thing yes
0: I did <laughs> Birdie would have what blown. was that real that was real <laughs> no okay I'm t- I'm texting DJ right now that was real look like look I know a lot
1: of people out there like Bernie wouldn't have won because basically they're talking about like McGovern in seventy two. It's I, like some I don't sort of necessarily, reference point, but
0: I don't necessarily believe Bernie would have won. Maybe he wouldn't have, but at least he would have pushed it over to the left. Yeah, which uh, but, which but is to, the, which is a
1: great point. Which is a great point. But 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 to the greater point, like when we talk about like what what we internalize Disney as. Mm-hmm. You know, for me as an individual that got into theme parks as a roller coaster enthusiast, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody comes to the theme park fandom as a as a different way. Yeah. A lot of the people yeah. that, that are on Disney Twitter, quote unquote, or even universal Twitter as I've I've kind or of just, pointed out. Whatever Twitter. Yeah. Whatever Twitter. Roller Coaster Twitter really doesn't exist as far as I've noticed
0: maybe it exists but i've never really interacted with it that, that's a really on an good point yeah you kind of come in from the universal side saying like hey i like i like hulk or you come from disney saying like hey i like matterhorn or space mountain or something or like. or, or what, like in, disney people really love pirates and I'm not saying yeah. that I don't love pirates.
1: I think pirates is a great ride.
0: Yeah. But when you talk
1: like when you talk to a Disney person, you say like what are like the fundamental Disney rides? You talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, and Hot you talk Imagine. about Haunted Mansion. Like those yeah. are the two fundamental Disney rides. Like if you talk about like what what is fundamentally like as I as a Disney fan, what do I hold dear? They usually don't talk about Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, which makes sense because Big Thunder Mountain or, is essentially a copy, not copy, but it's its an exploration of the ideas that were placed on the mine train at Six yeah. Flags Over, Texas, yeah. which
0: was the first mine train coaster. But, but even then, it's like, but then like you Splash Mountain, then you got knots. Yeah, you, you have, have knots. Absolutely. Which is, which is an experiment on that. Then you have Indiana Jones Adventure. You have those attractions. I mean, like well, Mr. Toads is basically a, uh, a classic dark ride of the 1950s. But I would say that Indiana, like Indiana Jones is a modern version of Mr. Toad. And I would say Forbidden Journey is a modern version of Mr. Toad also. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't disagree with that, necessarily. Now, now here's a crazy Which thing I'll say. why start.
1: I also find myself, like, particularly being, like, attracted to it on some level. Because yeah.
0: Now, I'm going to throw something crazy out, too. It's like, the only absolute new idea of an attraction is Escape from Gringotts. Now, now, I see your face on this. Basically, being the idea of it matches up with a movie in a way that... You ride the attraction, you are parallel with the movie, and it still ends up like the same with the movie Attraction. As opposed to being something like another movie Attraction where you're sort of like someone observing you or... Like with like Pier Pan or uh, Snow yes. White
1: where you basically go through a two-and-a-half-minute
0: version of the movie. Exactly. Or... You're someone like the Great Movie Ride, where you're seeing a very specific moment, and you're that point of it. But for Escape from Gringotts, you're like, hey, you're going into the in the vaults. Oh, shit, we need to get out of here, but you're on the sidelines of the whole entire movie. Now, that's a completely different thing I haven't seen yet. Now, I may be wrong, but... If I thought about it more, I'd probably be able to come up with some sort of example. Yeah, I'm probably. i incredibly, so, um, incredibly messed up. So at who's this point. the um? So um? So crazy. uh yeah. What's what's the um European version of uh the of the studio traction where it's like it's a studio tour with like a guy driving it. It's like explosions happening everywhere and. I mean, like, other than Paris? Like, there's Paris, there's Movie
1: Studios Park, which is over in Germany. No, it's... There's... Are you talking about uh, Movie World Park in, in Italy? Probably. If you are, Magma 2.1 is actually fantastic. I yeah. love. Honestly, so so my wife and I went to Italy uh, this past year, and we went to... What Movie was it? World. What was it again? Uh, there's Movie World Park, or Movie Land Park. I can't remember what the specific name is. I'm typing it up right now. What is it? Um, hold on, I'm going to go to RCDB because that will definitely help me in this uh, quest to answer your question. Good. Of course, there's 80 amusement parks located in the country of Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to uh, Mirabilandia, um, which is a fine park. I actually really like Mirabilandia. I know there's some people that kind of like, kind of like, eh, about it. Fiabilandia, which my wife. Absolutely loved. Yeah, it's Movie Land Park. So there's Movie Land Park, which is just up the road from Gardaland on the coast of Lake Garda Mm -hmm. in northern Italy. Uh, And maybe that's what you're talking about. This ride involves
0: these enormous
1: four-wheel drive vehicles. And it's like this weird version of disney hollywood studios it's it's a very like low rent version of it Mm -hmm. where like instead of what we see as the tower of terror they have an intimate first generation drop tower which Mm -hmm. was purchased from i don't know if it was Giaga lake i don't remember who they purchased it from no i do know who they purchased it from they purchased it from the folks over galaxy land edmonton and uh Oh my God, that ride. Magma 2.1. Movie Land is the classic bad park. hmm Okay? My wife and I, I both have agreed about, multiple times sure. that the favorite park that we went to in Italy mm-hmm. was Movie Land. Okay. Because it was so absurd. hmm There's a ride. There's a monorail. It's, it has single cars called Back to the Backstage where the operator of the monorail... There's Where's, no driver in this attraction, by
0: the way. I'm on this looking. one? No, there should be a driver. There's actually somebody that drives the vehicle. Nope, no one's driving it. On this one? Yeah, watch it real quick. They'll pull it up ahead of time. Yep, no one's there. He might be over to the right.
1: I don't remember where they got these vehicles from. Nope, no one's there. Oh, oh no, no. he's he. They're looking at the back of it. They got to turn around. Well, he's on the way back, yeah. back, right? He's Yeah, he's looking at the reverse of it. So... So Movie Land is a really weird park. They have a whole section themed to the Flintstones, except it's not officially themed to the Flintstones. Okay. Um they have the the closest thing to officially licensed things that they have are Dukes of Hazard. Mhm. Um what is Kit from? What is that television show?
0: Kit is from Oh my god, everyone's going to yell at us right now. <laughs> Kit is from that one show. Kit is done by the person who is John Adams in 1776. It is I have a computer in front of me and I'm asking these
1: questions, which is I'm just...
0: watching this great video, so you need to deal with that. so
1: <laughs> So they have a jetbo ride. You actually get yeah. in a real Australian jet boat, okay, and they drive you through the stunt show area, mm-hmm. and they actually have a themed shed that you go into after you do like figure eights in the stunt show area, okay. which is also used for the John Rambo stunt show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they have like gunshots that go through the mm-hmm. shed, and um, so what's the uh, it's show? It's fantastic. Everything about it is is good.
0: Kit, Every, Kit is, Kit is from Night Rider. Night Rider, fuck yes. So is. they have a and it actually has from Knight Rider. It actually has
1: the Hoff in it. Yeah, Hoff is on. Like when you get on the Kit Super Jet, you actually watch a video of the Hoff. Oh yeah, talking to you in mm-hmm. Italian. It's dumb. in Italian. Yeah, it's dubbed. Oh Jesus! Okay, this park is it's bootleg and. It's obviously like everything is ripped off, but it's so good <laughs> because it's so di- it's so different than what you expect. Like so, it's so different than what you know. Mm-hmm. Um I think in that way, like for me personally, like like I like Disney parks. Like Disney parks are good. Like they've never been bad. Like I've never gone to Disney World or Disneyland and been like, this is horrible.
0: Yeah, this is terrible. Or like. I, I spent my time or money wrong.
1: Yeah, no. Like, I've never, like, entirely regretted it. But there's, like, a spiritual fulfillment that comes from going to parks that aren't Disney. Where you encounter these weird things.
0: um, Like, you're just like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, my God. No, it's not this. And you're, yeah, it's totally that. Yeah,
1: that's exactly yeah. what it is. Like, there's, um, I'm going to have to pull his name up here. But he's, he's over in the Greater Ohio Coaster Club. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of the events for them, and he, my friend Sean, quotes him as saying, "Like, I like good stuff, but I like novelty more. Like, I'd rather go on novelty? something that I'd rather go on something that's new and like novel. Mm-hmm. And the way that this kind of came to me was the Beast at Kings Island for coaster enthusiasts. The original Beast, just the Beast now, like okay, how yeah, it is. Yeah, currently. the original Beast. Yeah." If you go on the Beast now, if you're a coaster enthusiast, and people have told you for years that the Beast is the most amazing thing in the universe, a lot of coaster enthusiasts go in and they're very disappointed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: because it doesn't have airtime. It's it's <clears throat> weird and different. Yeah, it has a lot of it has a lot of like rampy sections. There's like a long section of straight track in a sh- in a shed.
0: And you just like goes on forever. <laughs> yeah. And,
1: yeah. and and if you don't know what's going on with it. Richie. Richie Anderson. Richie Anderson over at Greater Ohio Coaster Club is the person that said this. mm mm-hmm. uh, So credit to Richie. I've known Richie for a long time, and there's other quotes that I would mention to him, but they would probably be frowned upon for any broadcast.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Richie, Richie was the guy that said, like, I love good stuff, but I love novelty more. For me, that's exactly how I feel because... When you get to a point like I have, and there's a lot of people that have gone to, like, they go to the Orlando parks, they go to the California parks, they maybe go to a couple regional parks. Mm-hmm. And overall, like, that's what, like, comprises what they've done.
0: Yeah. That's not me.
1: I've gone to over 200 theme parks around yeah. the world. Yeah. I've seen The world. The world. The, world. the world. Like, yeah, I've the gone world. to Europe, I've gone to the Middle East, I've gone to Singapore, I've gone to both coasts of the United States, I've gone to South America, I've been everywhere. So... You know, I've seen a lot of stuff, and you've seen shit, man. I've seen all this. Sh- like I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, a jaded man. So you've got, you got when you bring something new to me, it has to be really interesting. It has to be really different. Something I've never Ain't seen. And good. Before. It has to. It honestly never. It doesn't even have to be good. Okay. People say like it has to be like good. Quote marks. Gotta get good. For me, interesting. mm Hmm. Or different is more interest is is more valuable than good. Okay, I've been on many B and M hyper coasters, mm-hmm. but I can't say that I've been on a whole lot of non-looping uh, French-built roller coasters. Saucet. So mm-hmm. I've never been on King. King is a portable roller coaster. It usually runs at a summer fun fair in the south of France, mm-hmm. and you may see it somewhere else in France, or or usually runs at Luxembourg. Uh, during the fair season, or you may see it at Tilburg Fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've never personally seen King. King is more interesting than me than any other BM hypercoaster I've ever been on because I've been on 10, 12, 13 BM hypercoasters. I know what BM hypercoasters do. Mm-hmm. I've never been on King. I have no idea what King does. King is different. King is 100 feet tall, it's made by a French company. The only thing I've ever been on. By Sauquette is I've been on the roller coaster that they used to have at Seabreeze in Western New York and Rochester. It's been gone for fifteen years. It's in Mexico now. Or actually it's in Colombia. So if you want to go there, you have to risk getting shot. Um I've been on that and I've been on a half powered roller coaster at um Jardin d'Aclé Machon in Paris. That's mm-hmm. it. I've been on two Socket roller coasters. So, to me, King is a much more interesting roller coaster. It means much more to me to ride King than it does to ride Shambhala, for instance, mm-hmm. at Port Aventura. Or even or even uh, Fury 325 at mm-hmm. Carowinds because it's something that's so different to me. It's so alien. A different concept, even. It's a whole different universe. Mm-hmm. I know for people that aren't roller coaster enthusiasts... But roller coasters are roller coasters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they have gravity and they, they go down track.
0: But there's design to how those tracks roll. Absolutely. But, but for
1: people that aren't roller coaster enthusiasts, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, for people that are Disney enthusiasts, like, the majority of them are really interested in dark rides and primarily Disney dark rides. hmm Right? Yeah. So when we talk about, like, for instance, motion game, motion game parks in Dubai.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like,
1: they, like, sit there and they, like, they're like, okay, how does Ghostbusters look versus Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm-hmm. is that the right comparison to make? No. No, it's not. You know, and that's, that's the way I look at it. Like, I'm I'm probably going to write Ghostbusters this year. Like, the odds... Everything says that I'm going to write Ghostbusters this year. And which,
0: which is better than my odds in
1: writing Ghostbusters this uh, year. They are admittedly better than your odds in writing Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> but the point
1: is, like... If I write it and I think it sucks, that's fine. But to me the odds that I ride it and I think it's different and it's something that I haven't been on before and by virtue of being different it's interesting are good. I would rather ride something that's different. So when we go back to the Tower of Terror so let's go back to California if, it, Adventure. if I want to go back to that I would say it's not different. It is. It's the same ride. Like physically like it's okay. the same thing. It does the same thing. Okay. But but the visuals, the theming that goes into it, is going to be different. But it's not different. Structurally, it's not that different. That's true. I'm not going to disagree with that. But in, in same ways, it's like the same thing of looking at like a Vakoma MK900 mine train that's located in China versus one that's located at Mirror or not at um, trying to think of the like Walibi Belgium. Mm-hmm. I think is where they have. Ah, uh, one of those. Let's so like a three. It's a three-lift mine train that they have at Waliybeh, at okay. Waliybeh, Belgium, which I've been on.
0: It's a great yeah. ride. Um, I'm ride, Alan. great ride, Alan. Yeah, great great ride. Alan yeah. There's, there's very few things I'll ever challenge you on, man. <laughs> That's one of the few things I'll never challenge you on. Right. So, so, so
1: yeah. Like they they're two very, very similar things. They may be yeah. exactly similar. The thing about these drop towers, you can alter the sequence of the drops, mm-hmm. which can change things. There are going to be significant differences in the visuals and the theming of the ride. I understand from people that sit there and say, like, structurally it's the same thing. Because it is. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm not not going to argue that it's not the same thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Because it is. Um,
0: And I would also argue that that's not the best version of that same thing. It's It's not the best best version. The best
1: version is in Orlando.
0: Clearly, yes.
1: Clearly. Like, there's no question. Like, everybody agrees. Yeah. It's like Orlando, Tokyo. Then and then everything
0: else is like, a then like they're like yeah. throw a
1: coin in the air and whatever comes up, you're like, okay, it's like Paris this, or, yeah, or
0: yeah. whatever. And and yeah. that's
1: fine. Mm-hmm. Um So for me, like what they're doing to that ride mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't really bother me because I understand that Disney says like we're different. Mm-hmm. And we want you to identify that we're different. I just don't do that. Okay, I just don't. I just don't buy into it. If you buy into it, and you say that it's different, and it's really different to you, then that's fine. There's a sort of relativism that I'm willing to accept on that, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not, I'm not willing to be objectivist in this sense. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go on it and you're a relativist and you say like it's not really that different than what it used to be, it doesn't really do anything for me, I don't like it, that's fine. Um, From my personal perspective, the fact that they continued to run it while it was under construction, I'm fine with. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you had a ride that was available for people to go on versus Mm -hmm. a ride that wasn't available to go on. Okay. So for me personally, as an individual that goes to amusement parks for rides, Mm -hmm. I'd rather go on the ride rather than it not be available to me. Because aesthetically, not necessarily structurally, but aesthetically. Outside.
0: Outside. Outside.
1: Outside aesthetically, mm-hmm. it's something that that is not ready or not prepared for show
0: mm-hmm. in the way that not that show Disney ready, would claim. not show ready.
1: Sure. <laughs> We're well, we going <laughs> that term. I mean, like uh, the thing is, a lot of these terms are really very Disney specific. Like when we talk yeah. about what's show ready, that's We, a great point. we really don't it's, have it's these discussions about something
0: that they they've defined themselves. They've
1: defined themselves, and um, and again, it's not that it's bad that they've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's a terrible thing that Disney has made these things exist. Yep. But at the same time, or, or, nor do we necessarily have to define Disney by these these things that they've created for themselves. Mm-hmm. Because we can think outside the box. We can think of it more holistically. Dirk Gently.
0: <laughs> Dirk Gently. As we keep going, going back to, so... it you, you don't necessarily have to think about
1: Disney World as this sort of Disney-centric viewpoint. If, if you wish to think nobody about this nobody yeah. needs to if you choose to do that that's fine if you choose mm-hmm. not to that's fine too my attitude is I, I don't choose to and so for me it's not it's not really an issue it's not like a moral quandary mm-hmm. by that same token what I would say is that for me personally yep I will probably end up in Southern California this year Yeah, probably in May Mm -hmm. Will I go to Disney? No. Okay. Because what they will be offering to me come May of this year does not justify me outlaying the money. Will I go to Universal? Yes. Because the addition since I was there in 2013 between Simpsons Land and Harry Potter Mm -hmm. and the fact that there's a coaster credit...
0: (laughs) Why 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 lie? Why lie? lie? I
1: need a a kosher credit. Nerd. Because those things are there. Will I spend the money? Absolutely. You know what else I'm gonna spend money on? Well great food. I've already purchased a six flags. What about brewery? The brewery? So I'm gonna go to Universal Mm -hmm. at eight AM because I'm gonna buy my ticket online good
0: for however long I need to I'll probably need that's for you John Green and John Fu
1: there you go I'll probably do the studio tour because I love the studio tour it's one of my favorite rides I, I, on planet earth
0: again I still would I want to go to University of US Hollywood but whenever I go to, to like California yeah. people are like oh you don't want to go there I'm like no I want to fucking go there You're like this is something I want to do no you don't want to go there I'm like and then I'm like okay fine so so, so, so Joe, Joe, the last time I was there, and I mean, this is 2013. It's before
1: Harry Potter opened, before the full Simpsons ride opened. So it was just the Simpsons ride. Yeah. I rode everything of sensibly of value in an hour and 45 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. And then I went to SeaWorld yeah. that same day. Yeah. And then I went to Belmont Park, which is down the street, and I rode the yeah. wood coaster. And then I drove back to Anaheim because I was staying at the yeah. Fairfield Inn.
0: Yep. Yeah. My friends don't understand that. I get that. That's
1: fine. That's fine. You just gotta. You just gotta educate them as to what the situation.
0: We is We need to hang out with Jeff. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> we probably do. Um,
1: but anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go to Universal. I'm gonna go to Six Flags Magic Mountain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to go to Knotts. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna go to Scandia. Definitely yeah. going to go to Castle. Definitely gonna to go to Adventure City. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about this is gonna be in two days. I'm gonna do all. I'm gonna hit all this stuff. You're talking about six um, parks in two days. Am I going to go to Disney?
0: Yeah. Nah. Probably not. No. I have no need. What, what's there? What's new? Good work. Oh, it got Maxi Pass now. Max Pass.
1: Is it worth paying $110 plus $10 more?
0: To of get course Max Pass? not. Absolutely not. But, that's, but that, we're different. But that's, that's the um, Paul Pressler motto of doesn't matter if you add new attractions you just need to add new capacity this is
1: this is all part as I understand it
0: mm-hmm.
1: of a process that the Disney Corporation was looking at in terms of generally improving people's enjoyment of the mm-hmm. Disney parks and what basically was removed was the general enjoyment part and what was taken from it was the let's get cash yep 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 and th- that's that's the way I understand it from people that have talked to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who they were doesn't matter mm-hmm. but that that's what I understand. Some of it I'm not upset about. I actually don't hate Maxi Pass. If I had never been to Disneyland before, if I was the kind of person that had not gone previous times and been on everything'd mm-hmm. be a different story. I'm not that guy mm-hmm. It's the same thing with disney like with with Disney World discussing uh these what is it an extra
0: magic hour event.
1: What is, what is this thing called where you go for three hours after hours for 150 It's hours, like –
0: um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's basically – e-
1: for, for people that are out there – so Coaster Enthusiasts call these things called uh, exclusive ride time. And that's basically ERT. what this is. ERT. Okay. It's basically you're paying $150 for ERT plus cookies. Okay. And if you're fine with that, if you're fine with paying $150 mm-hmm. for three hours ERT and cookies – then you know, go crazy. To me, I'm not really upset about it because it doesn't really de- It's not really a detriment to my personal enjoyment mm-hmm. of going to Disney World if I were to go. But the same token, the last time I went for a Disney World trip, like a Disney World Century trip, was 2011. Mm-hmm. I have only been to Magic Kingdom in the last five years. Yeah. Do I care? No. Is there mm-hmm. anything for me that I've missed? New test track. New Frozen. Yeah. I mean, you tell me, like, is it is it really that much that I deserve to have spent this sub- substantial amount of money? I don't have my mind. Yeah. Think about that. I mean, yeah. Whereas you go, you go to Sear Point. Sear Point got Velvet even this year.
0: Last, Last
1: year it got Ruguru. The year before that. <sighs>
0: Ruguru.
1: Year before Ruguru, it got Gatekeeper. Yeah. So you you sit there and think about, like, as far as, like, I as a coaster person go, what Cedar Point got versus what Disney got. Mm-hmm. Or, or any other amusement park in, in the region.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I stopped in the Kings Island last year. I got my, my one ride in on Banshee for the year because, screw it, it was Banshee's great. Banshee's great. Banshee's great. I stopped in at Geauga Lake just to walk through. I went to Canada's Wonderland. I rode uh, Behemoth. I rode um, Leviathan, and I rode something else. Lord knows what it was. It was a long time ago. I rode Wild Beast, which is terrible. But I rode it because it was free. Free. I rode the dunk ride. It was free. I mean, it's like there's a difference between the cost uh, benefit analysis of that Versus the cost-benefit analysis of my drinking this now?
0: Yeah, you're drinking it sure. now. Oh, it's a good thing
1: I'm obese. Right? Jesus. Or overweight, according to my BMI scale. Thank you. Um, what else should we talk about, aside from Disney?
0: Well, we've been talking for two hours now, so... Um Excuse me. Oh, oh, that's fine. I have. I'm impressed
1: that I have not ripped an, an, a massive fart at this stage. I, I
0: just did that. Sorry. My apologies, everyone.
1: Um, so, should we talk? Like, what would be a good thing? We could talk very briefly about just like general theme park fandom, maybe, perhaps. Okay. Start. start we, could cut, we can probably cut. We can cut so much out of this. It's, it's fantastic. Just. Talk a little bit about so, it. So you've been so so you got into how did you get to, into amusement park and theme park fandom
0: through um, Disney mostly Disney and Cedar Point. Like, I mean, what, what's the time frame? So I guess.
1: I'm just trying to figure. Out.
0: No, that, no, completely fine. So yeah. um... Cedar Point Disney roughly same time, but then we moved to Fort Myers, Florida, more Disney, um, but then I moved back to. Um, cleveland after that and it was sort of one of those weird things where like we're trying to figure out stuff and like i don't know what's going the fuck's going on and all of a sudden like like disney's like hey we're gonna do the 20 like the 125th anniversary of cleveland opening and i'm like that's kind of fucking weird and stupid <laughs> and like little mermaid with cleveland ohio sure so i thought oh, that was whatever stupid. right you just go yeah. with it so, for a while we we didn't pay attention to Disney, and then um family friends of ours um basically were bugging us to go and then it w- it was uh ninety nine was when we started going every two years or so
1: give or take so like okay, so so that's how kind like you got
0: involved with it did you yeah. um, and then and then uh, and then we also got involved with the you know the whole entire hidden Mickey side the Imagineering side, when's test track opening? Because that's <laughs> really what we were going in. it's like did did my wife tell right? you
1: about the story about how she was working that food stand? No, over by test no, track. No, she never did. So my wife was doing. So my wife, like unsurprisingly, given like the amount of insane stuff that I talked about theme parks, yes, she worked at Epcot during yeah. her college program, mm-hmm. and she had a food stand over by Mission Space and Test Track, and
0: no, she had it by Horizons and Test Track. Horizons
1: and Test Track, yes, at that point, and people would be like, "Oh, when's that going to open?" She's like, "It's going to be soon. It's going to be great." Like, obviously, there was there were massive delays involved. That Um, was probably
0: in, like, 97, probably. So so my wife grew up, like, as a Cedar Point
1: person, like, because that was what was available to her living in East Lansing, Michigan. And that's how you guys met, too. Yeah, that's how we met. Um, And then she worked for Disney, and she was, like, a Disney slash Cedar Point person, which is not entirely unique. Um, I grew up all over the place. But the majority of the growing up happened in the New England area, mm-hmm. and my home park. These are terms that only coast enthusiasts use. What's your home, park? Well, home my park? Home park. Yeah, your home park what is what's like your home park? My home park now is Cedar Point. I claim that over Michigan's Adventure, in spite of the fact that Michigan's which Adventure which is fair, is which is
0: fair point. We're fair. No,
1: no, you know, slight diss to Michigan's
0: Adventure, but
1: you know, um, no maximum distance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she she grew up with that. I grew up with Riverside Park, which is now Six Flags New England. I'm mm-hmm. pretty much really that. Like, I never really went to Lake Compounce in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I never went to quasi I never I never went to Rocky Point in Rhode Island before it closed. I never went to uh, Great Adventure on a regular basis or Action Park or or Maury's Piers. I I saw some of that stuff, but I never really really like attended it. Mm-hmm. Um. I went to Water Country, which is a, a large water park up in the Vermont, New Hampshire area. It's, it's close to the border of New Hampshire and, and Massachusetts. Anyways, um, you know, the way I got into it was honestly watching Discovery Channel shows. Yeah, as we all did. Some people, like, everybody, like, like some people watched him and were like, yeah, theme parks. Like, I watched, this was 96, and I saw people like, basically talking about Texas Giant and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I'd always looked at... I have to go there. I'd always looked at, like, the the Guinness Book of World Records and see pictures of the Magnum XL 200 and, and, Uh you know, Moonsault Scrambles mentioned in there, which is no longer in existence. Uh But um, there were, you know, all those Fujiyama, um, all these huge rides, Desperado... And for me it was like no longer like,
0: running, I think.
1: Desperado's still running. Still is? Yeah, I wrote it this year. Or last year. Ah oh, fuck. Like on New Year's Day.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> last year, years New
1: Year's Day. So you know I know think a year ago. Yeah, yeah, so like a little over a year. It was actually running really well, actually. Really? Oh really? Yeah. Desperado it was really? I two thousand eight and it was garbage. And I wrote it this past year
0: and I was like, This is great. Okay. This is fantastic. You know what? I don't. I cannot challenge you on that. point
1: Desperado Desperado was running really well.
0: So um, I've been on every Arrow
1: hyper except for Titan at Space World. Mm -hmm. So you know, like I saw this stuff. I was like Texas Giant, and you know this coaster and that coaster. I was like, man, this is this is totally what I want to be about. And I remember I went to Riverside with my friend John, who's on Twitter, but I'm not going to mention his name. No district. Good. It's funny we have we actually have a mutual friend. We'll talk or, of, K-Thor Jensen is our mutual friend. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. later. Um, but he was my best friend in like middle school, like through elementary school through high school. And now he's friends with K-Thor Jensen, and I'm friends with K-Thor Jensen. But we don't talk to each other. Okay. I, ta- I have not talked since high school graduation, which is like, what, 15, 16 years ago?
0: Sure. Yeah, let's go
1: with that. So anyway, let's go with that. So I was like, fucking him, roller coasters are awesome. So I went to Riverside in 96... And I wrote everything mm-hmm. that was at Riverside, now Six Flags New England. I wrote the Black Widow, which is at Arrow shuttle loop. I wrote Riverside Cyclone in its original Morgan train form. Mm-hmm. Original, but close enough to it. Um, and I was like, this is this is what it's about. My first amusement park trip that I ever did, I personally booked in eighth grade.
0: I mean, I'm doing the whole entire <laughs> talking because I have to go pee thing. So go, go for it. So I booked this in eighth grade. I went to
1: Dorney, Hershey, Kennywood, Kings Island, and Cedar Point. I actually did not know that like coaster counting existed yet. This is ninety nine. Um, actually, no, it's ninety seven. Ninety seven is when I got and did that. Um, so everyone has like a different way that they came to like the theme park fandom, and and the way that I really personally associate more with mo- most people is when they came to it from outside the Disney realm. The Disney realm, it's not that it's necessarily bad. It's just that I don't understand it. I'm not a brand guy. Disney people are brand guys. The people that get that got involved into Disney very early on, back all the way into the 1970s, are brand people. They believe in the idea of Disney as a brand. Disney as this sort of arbiter of, of what the past was. Of of the truth of sort of American history. I'm just not that guy. I'm not that guy. I never was. I, I try to look at things as, as they actually are. And the history of amusement parks is, is actually somewhat racist. There's, there's a lot of really serious issues that come up with amusement parks. When we talk about the history of amusement parks, we talk about segregation. Disneyland... Mm-hmm. actually Walt Disney paid checks to Barge Schott's dad who ran Coney Island Cincinnati mm-hmm. and segregated Coney Island Cincinnati because he wanted to understand how to run an amusement park mm-hmm. this is not this is not untrue like the check is sitting there on the wall at Coney Island Cincinnati A, which is still owned by Kiko Amusements or Kiko whatever it's called yeah this is, this is the way it is. So I, I try to look at it from a very holistic sense and also from a sense that of personal responsibility and an understanding of like where my place is in, in, mm-hmm. in the social pantheon, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. I've been talking for a while while you're gone. so <laughs> no, so um, Absolutely. We've been talking forever at this stage.
0: Yeah, This is going to be an incredible thing to edit. So, I wish um, you Well, no, I don't edit any... Sorry. Um, I don't edit anything. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't edit anything. Um, so we're actually at two
1: hours right now. Race, Riots, and Roller Coasters is a great book for anybody that has not looked at it. It was written by a professor over at SNUY Rochester. Mm -hmm. Race, Riots,
0: and Roller roller Coasters. Okay. And
1: it's a history of outdoor amusements and recreation. Mm -hmm. Um, You can buy it on Amazon. It's like $25. There's no real saving. It's probably something that this individual sells uh, to their students when she's an instructor. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I, I will admit, it's not entirely correct. There are some issues in terms of the historical information that is recorded.
0: Victoria in W. Wilcott.
1: Yeah, but, but there's a lot of general information about this. As far as I understand, this book was actually inspired by watching a PBS documentary about Crystal Beach, New York. Sure, why not? Um, Crystal Beach, for those that don't know, Crystal Beach was an amusement park that was located actually in Ontario. It was sort of the Buffalo home park. Um if you were an individual that lived in Buffalo, you went to Crystal Beach because that was the closest amusement park to you. Mm-hmm. And this was in, in a period prior to requiring passports to enter a foreign nation because it was in Canada. Yeah, um, it's very similar. And, to
0: and before, before they had Alpine coasters. Before, they, <laughs> yeah. Due to our
1: long driving last year, um, <laughs> how did I don't know how I did that? That was incredibly stupid. That was that was a great time. That was a great time. We had a we drove. We drove. An astonishing amount. Yes. We drove clear to Cornell, then yes. turned around. Yes. And went all the way back yes. to Niagara Falls. And we were there until yes. midnight. Yes. I think we and, closed up We yes. missed a dark ride. Yes, we did. I'm so sorry we did that. I had to go back a month later and go on it. We
0: need to go we need to, we just need to go. We're gonna go and we're gonna pick up Pascal. And we're just gonna go to Kansas. That's, that's
1: fine. I'm down. Yeah. Anytime.
0: Um so Crystal Beach
1: was located outside of Buffalo, uh, basically in Lake Erie. It's part of Ontario. Uh, you, it's I think it's called, it's not Grand Island necessarily, but you basically take a ferry boat over mm-hmm. there. And uh, this person that wrote Race, Rides, and Roller Coasters, mm-hmm. watched a PBS documentary about the closing of Crystal Beach, uh, was upset by the fact yeah, that- Yeah, Victoria Wolcott. Yeah, Victoria did not, uh, or Doctor Wilcox probably, because I think she's a Ph.D. I it's not on percent sure, but she's. You know what? I know it, she's an instructor at, at UNC Rochester. I've looked it up. She's actually has a different last name.
0: I'm just seeing this. what's on uh, Google right now, so no offense to her. Yeah, I, I, I'm just. I'm I just actually, what's on I,
1: I did actually purchase the book. She so hopefully she got a little okay. money from me.
0: Great. It just um, says book by Victoria W Wilcott. So if it's a doctor. I would say doctor. Yeah, but It just says uh, Victoria. So
1: she, so she saw this uh this documentary like a mm-hmm. one hour documentary about the closing of Crystal Beach and was like, that's BS because it doesn't really discuss anything about the segregation because Crystal Beach was a segregated amusement park until the nineteen sixties. That's fantastic.
0: That's that's really interesting. Like not fantastic, but it's like, not fantastic, but it's just a reality. It's it's, like, it's it's something very interesting to hear about, which is like different than like the normal like whole entire. Walt sat on a bench, and he had, like, popcorn, you know, that kind of thing. Well, you
1: know the story about Walt Disney, or, or about Disneyland, right? About how the, until 1964, when the, the Civil Rights Act went to play, the only black people that were allowed on stage were Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Yep. It's kind of so fucked thing- up, it's, it's, it's not kind of a fucked up thing, it re- it's a really fucked up thing.
0: There's no other way to but, describe it. But, but, but on the other side, like like when they were like kicking Anjumima off, like she was like really disappointed. Like she was like like hey, I had a role and like I really did this really well. I don't. I don't. Which, understand- which on the other hand, like like I'm not I'm not saying like she had she. I'm not saying like what she had an issue with was not wrong, but like also like. Yeah, that was kind of fucked up. However, but the only all that, people that are those people, all that stuff was paid, all yeah. that stuff is really paved over by the Disney company. Absolutely, completely. Yeah. It's not discussed.
1: We we don't talk about any of that, which is, I think, a bigger issue completely with culture. I think that the the Disney people in general. I mean, this is this is my personal belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney people in general kind of lean closer towards like the neoliberal. Side of things. Yes,
0: I can agree. I, that. I am
1: definitely like, I, like. There's no question about like. I'm a radical. Like, I, I'm generally an anarchist. Uh, I believe in absolute like <clears throat> racial equality. Like, there's no question about it. I've, I, I, I believe that that we need to include more. It's not just like an include more people. Like the mm-hmm. thing about like our society is that our society purposely excludes people. Mm-hmm. By and large. Excludes excludes. Like it's mm-hmm. by, It's not like it's like. A surprise, it's by design. Yes. Right? Like, we don't... We don't... We exclude African Americans that live in the greater Detroit area by design. Like it's mm-hmm. not like it's like it's not like it's like some surprise. Like surprise, like black people don't get like the same amount of <laughs> o- opportunity. Oh like, no, who'd have thought? Oh my god, like, what's oh my going god, on? Like, I can't believe
0: like No way like South Chicago like people in South Chicago what? make get the same opportunity. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's it's almost like like, the three fifths compromise is yeah, like some sort of thing that I'm just Who thought? Yeah, who'd have thought? Um so I'm I'm extremely
1: radical in this sense. Um and I understand that not a lot of people are gonna be as radical as I am as how as how these things go. As we are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm Royally. I'm, Royally. I'm, I'm more, I'm more radical than you are, come on. Yeah, that's true.
0: Good, I'm, point. <laughs> Good point. I'm a our Heart Liberal, you're the radical. I I and we're gonna make a great like CBS sitcom by twenty eighteen.
1: 8:30 p.m. on CBS. Look at these guys. It's flags. Alan and Joe.
0: Ah! One comes home with some craft beer. And the other one's like, "I'm gonna grill some steaks."
1: I drink pap Blue Ribbon. I throw rocks through windows.
0: It's fucking great. Yeah. He brings go. a girl home and he's like, "I don't know what's going on with this one." So. 8 p.m. CBS. So, so every it's, Wednesday.
1: It's one of these things that we that. That generally speaking, theme park fans don't discuss. And and I think part of this comes back to mm-hmm. um m- when we talk about like the theme park fandom, especially Disney fandom, like for instance, Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain yeah. is like to me, like Magic Mountain is like the perfect example. Like Magic Mountain has gang violence. Magic Mountain is a danger to go. People are Coop are on terrified. a ceiling. People are terrified to go to Magic Mountain. Coop on a ceiling. I'm not saying Magic Mountain is good. Okay, like Magic Mountain has mm-hmm. decaying buildings in full view of the guests. Uh-huh. Things are literally falling apart in front of you when you go there, especially when you go to Samurai Summit. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it, but are you in danger by going to, to Six Flags Magic Mountain? No, no,
0: no you're not.
1: You've never. Been. No I've one been has ever six... been in danger.
0: Well, I've been to Six Flags Magic Mountain. I've never been in danger there. <laughs> I mean like the the food wasn't great that may be the worst thing I've been in danger of I, I ate the pizza place
1: that's been closed for like 10 years at Samurai Summit it was I, was, I
0: was more in danger on the highway going to Six Flags Magic Mountain than like being in Six Flags Magic Mountain I was, I was in a
1: huge amount of traffic this funny story so the last time we went to Magic Mountain with my wife and mm-hmm. I this was our plan for the day we went to early entry at Disneyland we got there yep. at 7am mhm we were at, from there from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. We rode everything in Fantasyland. We rode Big Thunder Mountain. We rode Haunted Mansion. We rode something else. I don't remember what else we rode. Pirates. Pirates or something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, probably Pirates or, I don't know, It's a small World or... Something like that. Yeah. We exited. A fantastic ride. We got in our car. Drove. An A-plus thematic attraction. We drove to... Maybe p- one of the best, <laughs> actually. Um, maybe, maybe one of the, the absolute um, best. Not, not just in like overall, but maybe even culturally. Culturally, yeah. Culturally. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like important to our civilization. Like our very well-being
1: as, as people in, in America. Yes. We got in our car at the, mm-hmm. the Fairfield Inn mm-hmm. in Anaheim. Right across the street, basically. Mm -hmm. drove to Valencia, to Magic Mountain. We ended up getting there late because there's traffic. Surprise. Of course.
0: What a surprise in Los Angeles. It was
1: 100. And I think it was 108.
0: I don't want to say it was 118. Oh, my God. I think I've heard this before, yeah.
1: I probably have told you this. It was 108. We rode every roller coaster at Magic Mountain. I honestly cannot tell you that I remember the mine Train at Magic Mountain. I've been on it before. What about X? I wrote X. Yeah. X is great. X is good.
0: X, X is, no, X is great. I'm going to put that one there and say X is great.
1: When we were coming off the Immelman, mm-hmm.
0: it's bouncing like crazy.
1: Okay, so we didn't
0: have and the bouncing. I'm
1: writing on the, yeah. on the outside. I gave my wife the inside because I knew it was going to be less. Mm-hmm.
0: Rough.
1: And I, I was screaming, this is so shitty, but it's so good.
0: No, I, I I never had any <laughs> issue on X like that. Although I did do X2. I wrote X, X I only wrote
1: X2. I never wrote X. I wrote X2. And but I saw X physically, but it was not open at that time. It was it was still in a, a For me it was
0: um never bumpy.
1: It was like <laughs> and the nope. whole time I'm just like I'm shaking in the seat.
0: I'm and like, this is great. I, I'm flipping yep, over this it slowly. A, this is an arrow. Right. This is an arrow. Blah, 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 blah. Just, I'm looking
1: down as I'm falling. Blah, 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 blah. I just remember just like yelling at my wife, like, "This is
0: so horrible. It's so good." Uh, you know what? What I remember as the ideal <laughs> X experience is better than probably what it was. But like, yeah. even then, man. I
1: rode so we rode every roller coaster in this park. There was yeah, at that time there were eighteen roller coasters. Mm-hmm. We rode we rode every single one of them. So I could see it. We got in a car, we d- we drove over to the Wendy's in Valencia just down the street. Not not got, the, l- uh, got lunch or dinner, whatever you not, want. Not the, uh,
0: In-N-Out? not the in and out.
1: Not the in and out. No, we went to we went to Wendy's.
0: Actually we did d- you did you know that Eater uh said Wendy's has the best uh chicken nuggets? And I don't disagree with them. Wendy's is good. Wendy's chicken nuggets are amazing. For you people out there that that
1: watch professional wrestling for some bizarre reason. Not uh, me. Not you. Sean. 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 Sean, you should watch Jim Cornette talk about Wendy's. Jim Cornette is this professional wrestling John, manager Sean, and
0: also let's also talk to Patrick too. Sean and Patrick.
1: He has a thousand shoot interviews, and one of them mm-hmm. he ends up talking about Wendy's and how Wendy's is like the superior fast food place.
0: Yes, because it is.
1: It is. It really is. And um
0: Man. We went to I Wendy's, Wendy's right now. Wendy's is fucking good. Oh man.
1: Dude, can we go? We could. Can we walk to something?
0: No, there's a McDonald's across the way. Is it open twenty four hours? McDonald's is, but not Wendy's. Let's windy. go. There's no Wendy's. Let's either. go. Let's go with McDonald's. I'll or, eat or I'll or McDonald's. Can, or we can just watch Dude, DVDs. Dude, I'm drunk. No, but, let's get McDonald's and then come back
1: and watch DVDs.
0: So no, so, so but so I that, have nachos. Well, I'll make nachos. We, we
1: can do. have nachos after McDonald's.
0: No, we'll have nachos.
1: <laughs> period. I'm just telling you, like, like I'll eat McDonald's. I'm, I'm not scared.
0: Then I'm scared. Then you go, and I'm wearing. <laughs> Jammies. Oh yeah, yeah you got shorts on. That's a bad I got deal. short shorts. Just throw sweatpants over it. I don't have sweatpants to throw over
1: it. Fucking sleeping pants, like fucking pajama hey, pants.
0: These are my sleeping pants. Just, there are, are no pants. Just throw any pants. Any pants. There are no pants. I wear shorts, <laughs> so I'll put sh- I'll put shoes on and go like, Hey, <laughs> my <laughs> pants are <laughs> McDonald's. So, so I'm like, Hey, I need a quarter pounder right now. So my
1: wife and I go to, to fucking Disneyland. Yeah, then we go to Magic Mountain. It's 108 degrees. There's fucking. There's nobody in the park. Of Mex- course, Mexicans are pa- Mexicans pass out in the grass. <laughs> oh. Like holy shit, we no. rode, we rode half the coasters and then we went to this food stand that's over by the mine train, which I can't remember the name of right now, and I could just easily look it up using the internet, which I have accessible to me right now. And um, mm-hmm. we we basically got glasses of ice like ice water mm-hmm. and we would just take the ice water and just dump it on our heads <laughs> and then just sit there for like 45 minutes what's going on so we then we we rode like Apocalypse and Deja Vu which
0: is like giant inverted boomerang yeah and then we before went, they removed that I never rode Deja Vu because they not, removed it
1: that's in New England yeah you should go to
0: New England's not bad it's I'm not, not saying bad. it's bad I just never been on Deja Vu I mean Deja it's because actually I, it's terrible Okay, I won't go to... Fine, whatever. I, I understand
1: how it is now. Okay, cool. So we go... We do all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we go to Wendy's. We have lunch. We go to the airport. We go to fucking LAX. We drop mm-hmm. off the rental car. We go to the airport. And we flew nine hours to the Cook Islands. <laughs> after all this. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I had
0: my, my
1: wife got this shit that was like it was like a shaving <laughs> kit, and I was like it was like a scrub, and there was like a, a moisturizer or not a moisturizer, but it was like it was like a scrub and an aftershave, and I was like Meredith, I was we, like baby, we can't do this. baby, I love you, I need you to give me information, like my fucking gooch hurts. <laughs> <laughs> what the, I have I have two items to put on. I have scrub and I have aftershave, which I put on it. It's like for the aftershave.
0: <laughs> I walked to
1: the bathroom at LAX with
0: fucking aftershave.
1: <laughs> put that on fucking my crotch.
0: Okay, so but we got it. This is a true story. So we got to end this now. Yeah. So we're at two hours right now. Holy shit. Yeah, right? It doesn't surprise me at all, but still. Yeah, I know, right? So, um, do you want to get McDonald's? I'm just going to make Let's knockers. get McDonald's.
1: Dude, let's go. Come on, get pants on. No, I'm just. Any pants, you? dude? Just put pants over the shorts.
0: <sighs> I'm telling you. But it's like, dude, that. as a proper as a proper park So here's here. what we can do: we can drive over. I'm too way too fucked up to drive.
1: I feel like if I leave the if I leave the fucking parking lot, I'll get like a deal. I'll blow like a point.
0: Eight, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna blow a 1.0. Easy,
1: what about like what about fucking delivery? What do they have? Do they have fucking um Goombas? Do they have I have stuff here? And, you know, do they have stuff not stuff hub? What's that place? Grubhub? Do they have Grubhub in their area? Give or take, yeah let fucking... Okay, pieces. so anyway.
0: So, we'll, we're going to figure out food. Yeah. We're going to figure out food at 1.30 in the morning. Did
1: we ever determine, like, did we ever come to a conclusion as to what our determination was of, like, uh, Disney versus... Like, what individual perception we have of Disney?
0: No, of course. Who, who cares? <laughs> the point is... Uh, the point is, I can make nachos tonight. Which yeah. is, like... A bunch of cheese. I need to eat food. We'll, we'll deal with that. I got I'm food. fat as fuck. I got I got food. <laughs> I got food. We don't have to go to McDonald's tonight. Don't worry about it. We have to watch that DVD you brought. Yeah, I gotta watch. Um, gotta watch the DVD,
1: and we gotta watch like I don't know. Um, what else is there to watch? Um, there's the, all of the YouTube videos. There's Danny Brown at yeah. the. Do you know what Danny Brown is? No. Yep. Well, that there we go. First of all, you need, to, you need to learn to love Danny Brown. Okay. Uh, the second thing is you need to watch Danny Brown at the Gathering of the Juggalos.
0: Oh, my God, no. It's you said important. Juggalos, and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, of, no, no, no. I know America is like, there's a
1: lot of people that are like anti-Juggalo, and I, too, was anti-Juggalo for a long time. I'm not, I'm not
0: anti-Juggalo. I just hear Juggalo, and I'm like, if that's the only thing I can hear about you, I'm like, okay, there may be an issue. Juggalos are the future.
1: We need, we need to come to Juggalos. Are you... I do don't you have that. a fucking hatchet man like tattoo somewhere on no, you? No, I, I
0: don't like... Are you like, just riding? Riding?
1: like everything, like all those bands, like all those acts do is garbage and it's horrible. Yes. Like, it's all bad. Like none of may, just... may
0: I remind you that Tila... Uh, Tila te- 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 Tequila.
1: tequila. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Nazi Supremist. The White Supreme... She got, she got fucking... They threw shit at her. Yeah. Because she's a terrible person. There you go. Maybe the Juggalos... Okay, anyway.
1: Juggalos... Listen, everyone out there that shit on Juggalos, I understand where you're coming oh. from because I've been shit on Juggalos forever. Oh, Juggalos are the only hope. Like, we need to come convert Juggalos. So have
0: you been reading the AV Club's uh, coverage of the Juggalos of the past few years?
1: No, but I probably should have. You should Anyway. The Juggalos actually went out and asked Fago, oh, if they were unionized.
0: Okay, okay. So, so Alan. Is, I'm just saying this is
1: important. I'm just Alan, saying you understand.
0: Alan, where on the internet can we find you at? Uh, at Gods
1: on Safari. G-O-D-S-O-N-S-A-F-A-R-I on Twitter. Uh, you can also find <laughs> me on Real Talk Guide to Awesome. There you go. Which is a great name. Real, ta- Real Talk Guide to Awesome at word tr- WordPress.com. And if you search gods on Safari, you can probably find me somewhere on the internet and interact with me there.
0: And also, you uh, do our uh, hidden attractions. I do the hidden attraction
1: series. I do a number of different posts. I apologize for not having the Indiana post up this weekend yet. Yeah, no, that's one. That's
0: fun. I just
1: have to link pictures to it and videos. It's it's really easy. I'm just lazy. Yeah, well no, I I have a real job, guys. I'm sorry. It's I mean it's- we all have real jobs, but like my
0: job is like real. <laughs> <laughs> so, um Jeff posted a new uh hidden not hidden attractions. It's the uh Top 30 attractions that were built at Disney World. So, uh, that's very or good. Disney. Yeah. Um, I believe it, it's him. the, um, yeah, he, he does great stuff. So, I believe the newest one is the, uh, Miss, uh, what, what, the Haunted Mansion version of it? The, um, you see, I'm not looking it up right now. So, this is where I'm at right now. But it's the, um, not Claude Coates. It's the... Her... I will tell you because I'm going to Google... Thank Facebook. you. Uh, it was thank Clyde. you, Alan. We'll see how it's going right now. You are clearly on brand
1: right now. I'm, I'm trying. This is what the internet has taught me, is to be on brand. Yes. Being on brand. brand is very important. If <laughs> I should have said, like, follow me at D-R-I-L on Twitter. Like... <laughs> Follow well, me at Drill. Like, if,
0: if I claim to be Drill, oh I'd like, be God. way more interesting. Where, where's Darth, by the way? Darth hasn't been on Twitter in two Darth? months. Darth. Who's Darth? Darth. Okay, we have to talk later, but anyway. Uh, he did, hold on. Uh, he did the Museum Jeff. of the Weird and the Rogues. Yes! Valley. Museum of the Weird is the last one he did. But he has a lot of good stuff coming up. So yeah, that dude seems cool. He doesn't think, seem to think that I'm a real human being, but that's
1: cool. I don't think I'm real either. If I were like totally external,
0: all this shit. Well, it's very existential. I don't know that I'm real right now. I Do you can't. know what's real, no. Porco? Porco? Porco's real. Can we go? Can we take an Uber there? No, we're gonna go tomorrow. If I went there right now, I'd be like, I'd be really messed up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Alan. Yes. Thank you for joining us uh, It's been a great two and a quarter hours with I you. apologize for anyone listening to this I really
1: do if, if you want me on your own podcast Please feel free to message me on Twitter <laughs> And uh, I promise to be more sober and more coherent at that time Coherent Coherent even Yes, that too That too yeah. uh, We can discuss uh, neurocognition Because that's what I, I actually do in real life Yep Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. And dementia, vascular dementia. Really cognition
0: change in general. A really shitty word to know how to spell. I do okay. I've, I've spent a lot of time. But, but, but to know how to spell that? Really kind of shitty in a way. I, I guess. Yeah. If yeah. you think about it on like an aesthetic level, yeah. I know how to spell Alzheimer's. It's not good. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like I know how to spell like, you know. Anyway. Anyway. Um... You can find all of us at... I don't know. On Twitter somewhere. T- Twitter talking somewhere. Mess. Me at Parkscope Joe. All of us at Parkscope. Hey, did you hate us talking about all this random bullshit? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I, I just, like... I don't know. It's it's one thirty in the morning right now. We've been talking for two and a half hours. I'm so messed up. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'm we've been messing up. around. Um... You guys know what to do. You, you guys are so silly. Just do what you gotta do. You, you know what to do. You guys know what to you do. Guys, you guys know the situation. Yes, you, you know. Uh, leave us a good review. Anyway,
1: we love you all. Yes. Good night, everyone.